Yeah. Let's let's still make sure we get volume right here. Hey guys, check it out. You see that Lucky Sun Zoo? Uh, that fucking Cash App Hoodstocks? Shit, I say uh, with a hundred thousand subscribers, drinks are on you, baby. Mm-hmm. So we got a full crew in here. We got a full crew in here, right? Frankie, I think it's game time. Game time, right? We good to go? Let's go, baby. I'm gonna play this right here. This is kind of like an old school song that I did way back, but the lyrics uh, are still relevant to this day right here, and I'll say that right there. Okay. Yeah, we got families and we got enemies, and they all right here with us. What side are you on? Zazu. My attitude is simple. You sitting at my table, you're breaking bread down the middle. No dead weight, looking for no hand in a nibble. Uh-huh. My crew is heavyweights, dog, even if they little. Even when they brittle. Backbone money, fam, hand on the trigger. Uh-huh. Trap phone, penitentiary, stamp I deliver. Yeah. My reputation evil, dog, I keep my circle tight. tight. I know a lot of people that like to take me out my life. life. I survived a rough road, dog, I fled in every fight. War stories told, you ain't fucking with my life. Uh-huh. Hand on the Bible. I'm alone in this world. Hey, it on arrival, dog. I murder for my girls. Looking up the window, military. Why are you off the head. camera now, dog? They twice now, dog. Thirties in the clip. Oh. If you ever met the big dog about the biz, enemy yeah. or homie, you can get it equal. Yeah, baby. Let's pay some bills real quick. Let's pay some bills real quick. Start it off like this. Okay, I want to give. Uh, first off, big shout out to Stazy, Stizzy. Um, you know. It's good to know good people, man. You know, rubbing shoulders with greatness. That's what we doing these days, huh? Um, looking for some good quality cannabis. I mean, killer quality cannabis. Hit up the folks at Killer Kush. They specialize in bringing you the best quality available from OG to exotics. They got it all. Hit them up at KillerKushCali at gmail.com or on IG at KillerKush underscore underscore 420. Um, you can find them. And, and that's how to find them at a location near you. If you're local... In L.A. area, East Los, they got East L.A. Exotics. Um, Their address is 6009 East Olympic Boulevard. Okay, this podcast is also brought to you by Nicholas, uh, Attorney Nicholas Rosenberg. He's a certified specialist in criminal law. Attorney Rosenberg is based in downtown Los Angeles. Rosenberg specializes in the defending all strike offenses, firearm and gang allegations, sales of controlled substance. For the latest updates, go to Attorney uh, Rosenberg on Instagram and TikTok. Attorney Rosenberg is punching back on criminal cases. Okay, uh, today's podcast is also brought to you by OC's new hottest Tijuana taco spot, Suazos in the city of Stanton. Uh, and they're located at 10338 Beach Boulevard, Staten, California. Also, follow them on Instagram at Suazos Tacos underscore OC. Okay, I think it's game time, baby. Um, and I'm going to start it off like this. I'm going to say a, a, a win feels good when you're from an environment full of losses. You know, 100K, we did it. And most importantly, uh, we did it together, you know. And I guess it's safe to say that our community right here is strong, dog. So I just want to thank you guys, man. Thank you guys so much, man. Shit. There ain't no I in team, right? Okay. Uh, today, this man sitting across from me represents what it is to be a dog and what you believe in, right? Selfless, all heart, and the dude is fearless. Uh, the type of person you want on your side, right? Everybody, give it up for street vendor activist, street vendor podcast host here on Hoodstocks, the great, the powerful Alex Enamorado. Let's go, baby. Enamorado. Thank you. I'm probably still saying it wrong. 
No, it's all good. Thank you. Thank you for having me, man. It's, uh, it's a pleasure. It's a historic day, so just get it. Yeah, absolutely, bro. And it makes sense to have a person that is doing historic things in your life. And we're not going to talk about politics because you know what, bro? That's just a fucking toxic conversation. And I know you get a lot of hate in regards to your views yeah. on politics. And we don't see eye to eye on a lot of politics, too. But that doesn't mean we ain't homies yeah. and we ain't working together, you know, doing this podcast shit, exactly. bro. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, that's what... That's what it all matters, man. I get a lot of heat too for helping street vendors because you know it's they're not they're part of the capitalistic part of the economy. So I'm helping them out, and I get slack from both ends. So at the end of the day, I think we can all agree that you know attacking an elder, or attacking a woman, trying to make a living is wrong. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of the stuff I'm doing, um, I actually do get respect from Republicans and conservatives a lot. Actually, um, ever since I started this initiative and started focusing more on street vendors, a lot of, I don't even get hate from my enemies that I used to have in the political spectrum. So. It's been a it's been a nonpartisan effort, and that's what we're doing right now. Absolutely, brother. There you go, doggy. Well said, doggy. Well said. And you know that's one thing that I have said from the beginning, bro. Fuck the politics, bro. Yeah, we may not see this and that, but that doesn't mean what I said before, right? Um, but I, from the beginning, said this dude is a freaking rock star, dog. I mean, what you're doing on the streets, bro. I mean, you're doing God's work, baby. You know, you're doing God's work and not everybody has the nuts to do what you do because there's a lot of cats, bro, that are behind the keyboard and man, I don't wanna just, I know that's that's like a fucking broken record, man. A lot of people say that, you know, yeah. but it's the fucking truth, bro. Everybody's got something to say on a comment, bro. But what are you really, what are you contributing to your community? Exactly, exactly. A lot of them are talking and, and I, I come across that shit all the time, but when it comes to actually doing something about it, you know, and sometimes they know, they know, bro. A lot of, 90% of the hate comments that we get are from troll accounts, and I think they just do it just to get attention and to go against the grain. But at the end of the day, it's important to, um, you know, to just go out there. You know, it's it's been it's been a hard road. I sometimes have to catch myself, too. I look at myself, and I'm like, damn, what I did yesterday was actually, I could have got shot. <laughs> I could have got, but, you know, coming from uh, uh, the city and coming from the urban areas like how we did, you know, we... I think what I went through when I was young, it was worse than what I'm going through now. You know what I'm saying? Like, we were getting in shootouts every day. And to me, it was nothing. To me, when I was younger, I used to think stupid. I used to, I used to want to get shot. Like, I thought getting shot was getting your stripes, you know? And, you know, luckily it never happened. But now, you know, we're here. But when I confront these people attacking these street vendors, I'm just angry, bro. Like, because I see them like, like if they were my parents, you know? Like, if that was my dad or that was my mom. And I don't even think about it. I just, all right, let's go help them out. Let's go do this. I don't give a fuck if it's in Oakland or, or in San Jose or in Vegas. We, we're, going, we're going out there. You know, next week on April 2nd, we're going to go out to Vegas. We're going to confront the, the, one of the guys who, who punched the, the 76-year-old man who was selling tacos, bro. You know, we, we, know, we know where he's going to be at, so we're going we're gonna to go confront him, bro, because that shit's not cool. That shit is not cool, and it's not acceptable at all whatsoever. Come on, bro. Punching an elderly woman, man. Like, that's a free pass to hell, bro. Hell yeah, exactly. It's a free pass to hell, and that's a free pass to fucking, like, they just need to have the, in LA, in LA County Jail once upon a time ago, in the gang module, bro, when you would do something in the gang module, 3400 row, um, when you would do something in your cell, well, that was the easy part. Now yeah. the hard part, bro, is cuffing up, and you'd have to walk down the theta, bro, yeah. and all the deputy sheriffs would be lined up with their flashlights out, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and so the homies will always say, like, that, that's the easy part done, whatever you had to do. If you had to discipline somebody or whatever the fuck, you know, whatever. I'm not going to get into all the 
politics of that shit. But now it's the hard part, and it's <laughs> yeah. taking that beating with the. But we need to get those people, bro. We need to have them walk down that theater, bro. Big time. And we need to have the community right there, bro. Shit, sticks, flashlights, fist, rocks. Fucking, yeah. I don't know, balloons full of piss. Yeah. Chanclas. Chanclas. <laughs> right? Yeah, definitely. You know, it's horrible, bro. It's horrible. And, and one thing that breaks my heart is when I see that. I see that, bro. And I'm just like, man, this it's ridiculous, you know. And it's just continuous thing. It's, it's happening over and over and over again. And I don't know when people see this, what kind of person thinks that, hey, you know what? I'm going to be the next dude that's going to do something to a street vendor. I mean, is that trending or something? Is that popular, something popular to do in this new generation? But there's, I mean, there's not really an, an age, an exact age that it's doing this or an exact race, right? Right? Is it maybe a little bit of everything? A little bit of everything, man. And it's just like this stigma that people, I continue hearing it from everyone. Uh, they don't pay taxes. Uh, they could get permits, but they don't want to get permits. They're, they're, they're taking the easy route, and that's a big misconception. And it's not just happening in the street vendors. I, and I know homie over here is, is going through uh, the same thing with Asians, you know what I'm saying? I know I know that's what um, you guys are going through, too. Like, I'm pretty sure that shit pisses you off, too, when you see an elder getting beat up, right? Absolutely, bro. Yeah, Absolutely, so. man. That stuff is crazy, bro. Yeah, and then I think... Uh, I mean, drug dealers don't pay taxes. Why aren't they trying to beat them dudes down? <laughs> I know. It's not safe. Yeah. <laughs> it's not easy to do. Yeah. And they actually do pay taxes. Every time they go buy their meat, they're paying taxes. And and if you have a restaurant, you're buying your meat wholesale, you're actually tax exempt. So technically, the ones who are not paying taxes, a lot are the restaurants compared to street vendors. But there's just a lot of mis mis uh, misinformation going out there uh, with street vendors. And a lot of them don't know that the 90% of vendors, they, they don't even qualify for permits. They don't. Like, there's no pathway for permits for uh, permits for taco stands. Um, if you sell corn, like on a little cart, you got to have an industrial kitchen. Like, who the fuck has an, an, an industrial kitchen? Like, you know, I know people who are living day by day, not even paycheck to paycheck, week by week. It's day by day. Uh, you know, I know this older man, Francisco, he can't afford getting an industrial kitchen or, or renting out a commissary. You know what I'm saying? And that's the shit that people have to understand. And a lot of the people that are doing this shit to these vendors, they just don't have a heart because they think that they're taking advantage of the system, you know? So... It's complicated. It's, it's big time. It's, it's complicated, you know. So that's why right now, man, we're gonna have a protest on the on the eleventh, just just for just to let them vent out their frustrations, bro. Like there's a lot of vendors who, are, and and a lot of our vendors, bro, they don't even report that shit. They need to union yeah. unionize. Yeah, unionize street vendors. Yeah, that's, right. That's exactly what we're doing now. Yeah, we're actually starting a nonprofit now, so we're gonna do that. There man. you go, baby. There you go, bro. You know what? I love street vendors. And I don't want to see, I don't, when I get my elote, bro, I don't want to see an industrial kitchen, bro. I just want to see that fucking makeshift cart, dog. I want to see that, I want to see that water cooler the way it is, dog. I want to see the fucking mayonnaise and that big old fucking thing they got, dog. You know what I mean? Like, because I feel like if it's an industrial kitchen or something, it may not, may not taste the same, bro. Yeah. You know, I might be trying to be a little bit funny right now, but yeah. I'm just saying like, man, that's the... It well, won't, huh? And then the, the data, bro, when, I, when I've had debates with, like, the director of the Department of Public Health, I told her, show me the data, the hospital data. In New York, they just pulled out a study that most food poisoning cases per capita come from restaurants in your own home. And street vendors was, like, 0. 0.000 something. Restaurants were, like, at 3.7. Home was, like, 2.7. And it's not even, you can't even compare it. So mm. they, they, they don't even have the data to back it up to fucking, you know, be hating on them. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's just... Uh, 
you can, know can i say something yeah though? the the chinese um the chinese restaurants that have a c I've never gotten food poisoning from yo, and it tastes the best. <laughs> Let's go, right baby. Now. Let's go. <laughs> Don't let that C stop you from coming in. Yeah. You know, if C you know, you C know. C means come. That's what it stands for. <laughs> come on in and enjoy, motherfucker. <laughs> Don't no, no, no question that extra crunch. Don't question it. Just eat it. <laughs> 100%. Brenda, let's get you over there since my cousin's not sitting over there. Let's get you over there. Brenda, we got the crew member Brenda right here. She getting the time stamps. She handling the business right here. Um, so you have been very active, bro, and I and I love watching you. I mean, do you get paid for this? No. Nah. Nah. Are you is anyone I mean, you're putting your own gas. I mean, bro, how do you survive, bro? Well, because I, you are yeah. constantly traveling back and forth and all over the place, bro. So I manage a political campaign, so I work from home. So that gives me that like like the flexibility to go out there and if it's a Monday or Tuesday, I can take my laptop with me and work from home or work from my truck and then just go out there and do what I got to do. But that's what's been helping me. But right now, it's coming to the point, bro, where I have spent a lot of money out of pocket. So me and my friend who's an attorney, we're starting a nonprofit. It's called Union of Vendors Association. Let's go. So that's when we, you know, we're trying to get these grants from the state, bro. Like. I love it, brother. It pissed me off, bro, that the state gave $3.5 million to this nonprofit. It's white-owned. And they haven't done, for street vendors specifically, right? $3.5 million. And they haven't done shit. You go to their website, they have nothing that states about street vendors. Well, you know, that money's going towards all these white-owned nonprofits. And I want that shit to come to us now so we can do some better things. You know, we'll make sure that shit goes straight to the vendors. You Jeez. know what I'm saying? If Alex were to get $3.2 million. You're going to see a lot of... Dude, the yeah. amount of work you do weekly, like, yeah. that would be insane, man. Yeah, you're oh going to see God. a lot of stories like, oh, look, Maria just... We helped her open her restaurant. You know, you're yeah. going to see a lot of shit like that. Damn, That's what we want to do, you know? Absolutely, brother. I love it. So let's get into some of the stories. I believe... Uh, <laughs> The worthy stories to share on this platform, yeah. bro, and it's it's a nod in your direction for doing this as well, bro. We we love you, and and I tell I tell everybody, bro. I don't even say it on this. I say it on this once in a while, bro. But I tell everybody that doesn't know you that your name comes up. I said, my G, this dude is gonna be in the history books, bro. And it, it may not, there may not be. I think there will always be books, but he will be in the history internet or whatever you want to call it, whatever the future holds us, bro. I believe you, my G. This this dude's this is a legend in the making right now. Some of you guys don't see it because you guys might be side blinded or are or, or from his some of his political views and you don't give him a chance and and all the other good stuff he's doing. You know what I mean? But right here at Hoodstocks, bro, we have guys that are flawed individuals, including myself, bro. But if you if you if you get some of that out and you really pay attention, there's a there's good in all of us right here, bro. There's really there's good in, in, in the worst people. Why? Because they've learned the worst lessons and and they're uh, I would say they're a little more seasoned. You know, there's a little more depth in this individual opposed to the, the kid that was raised with everything handed to him. You know, so I love I love the guest right here. I love my boys that are in this room right now. I mean, we we promote change. You know, yeah, we share stories and this and that, but we promote change. And it's just, you know, we I think we are an, an amazing community and we just need to keep coming together and lifting each other up. And I love what you're doing. So Thanks, let's it. let's get back. You were you you were up north recently. Yeah. What happened up north? Uh, and that shit got crazy in San Jose in less than a week, man. We had a, a hot dog vendor, right? He was uh, selling hot dogs outside the Ana Gabriel concert. And there was this guy comes out. He's a little drunk. 
His name's Dioscoro Reyes. That fool fucking comes. He's like, he buys five hot dogs. He's leaving. He comes back. And he tells him, hey, man, I bought you five hot dogs. Give me a free one. You know, hook me up. And the guy told him, you know what? I can't. I can't afford it right now. This is this is what I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm tight. And he gets mad. And then he throws a beer at the hot dog vendor, the guy, right? For not giving him a free hot dog. And then they get into a little scuffle. They get into a little scuffle. He takes off. And that's when people started recording. And... Saul, that's his name, the street vendor. Saul, he's just, you know, working, talking to some other people. And this motherfucker comes from behind, knocks him out, like punches him from the back, sucker punches him from the back. Saul falls to the floor, bro, breaks his teeth, breaks his nose, unconscious on the floor. And while he's fucking unconscious on the floor, this fucking asshole just starts kicking him, bro. Kicked him like two to three times while he's on the floor. Probably could have killed him, man. And he took off. A couple of days later... Another vendor in San Jose, he's selling uh, chicken outside on public property. And then there was a guy who owns an auto parts store, comes out with a bat, fucking starts hitting him, starts breaking his stuff. He tells him to get the fuck out of here, that he's illegal. And then he gets lighter fluid, threatens to light him on fire. You know what I'm saying? And then he goes around, gets in his car, starts breaking stuff too. And all that happened in less than a week in San Jose. And this is a city that, from what I hear from the locals, that... This shit doesn't really happen, but that shit happened back to back. And when I seen that, we had just had a big buyout um, with Fools Gone Wild right there in San Diego for a guy who wasn't even physically attacked. So who am I to, to sit there and be like, damn, like I just we just had a bunch of people roll up to help out this kid who, who didn't even get touched. And this guy just got knocked out. And this other guy got hit with a bat. Like I told my girl, like, we got to go. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. uh, we went up there to to do a buyout for them and and luckily it turned out great man um we had a bunch of people locals come out a lot of people from la drove out there with us too you know shout out to south central Ade, riverside county all the homies went out there and uh it was a success man it was a success so um you know i tried looking for that guy too the guy who knocked out the um the guy with, with the auto parts i wasn't able to go confront him because the vendor he told me you know he didn't feel comfortable for me to doing that i always asked him first you know I don't want them to do something that doesn't make them feel uncomfortable, you know, so I, I couldn't do that. So then the other one, I ended up finding him at, at his house, and he ended up hiding inside of his room while he called the cops on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and sometimes, um, that probably, not sometimes, but that happens a lot, correct? Yeah. The, the cops are there, and what is the cops' reaction to you? They they were worried. They're like, man, you're crazy. Like you're coming out here with no vest. Like you know, <laughs> like you could have you could have got shot. And they're a little like, concerned for you. Then. They're concerned for me, you know. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Like I, this is what I tell everyone, man. Like uh, what's his name, Walter White, and Breaking Bad. He tells his wife, I'm not in danger. I am the danger. Like these motherfuckers doing that shit to vendors. Go talk to them. Go lecture him that what he's doing is gonna bring consequences. And you're lucky that. I'm not the person I was 10, 15 years ago, bro. Like, we would not be on camera. We would not be recording this shit. We would not. We would have handled this and not even posted online. You know what I'm saying? Like, it would have gone a whole different way. It's a, yeah, 100%. I mean, it's a new era that we're in. And I think it's, uh, I think it's been pretty beneficial for a lot of people to have just the social media, even though, you know, there's the yin and the yang with it, right? You know, in regards to kids being on it too much and us myself bro it's like a drug you know but i think the level of awareness and accountability that it puts people in 
to be competent at yeah. what they're doing. If yeah. it's a police officer, like I love what like South Central Audit, bro. Like all the audit dudes. Uh, you yeah. got the Riverside County homie, Doug. Yeah. Like these dudes are fucking fools, bro. They up in the they up in the scenes, bro, with cameras, and they know they know their shit too. They like put the tape up. The tape ain't up. Yeah. You ain't backing me up, like bro. Like these dudes are, these dudes are fucking like they're the who does hate these dudes, bro. These dudes are fucking pests, bro. But for us, bro, yeah. right? And and they're keeping these dudes on their fucking toes, bro, to make okay. sure that they, you know, they go about whatever the situation is in a professional manner, and they're not breaking any of yeah. rules, sort of better lack of a. Uh, of term right yeah, and best believe when they're behind closed doors these cops they talk about them they say you know hey watch what you're doing because these auditors are out there filming your every move you know what i'm saying so they're thinking about it twice and and yeah i think it's a great thing that that they're doing i think we should have gofundmes for these dudes bro just to help them out with gas money including yourself yeah. too bro they, they got on, i think on their youtube channels they got they got i think they got i think i know river got a paypal i think uh south central has one too so if you go on your about on their YouTube channels, there's I think there's where you can you can help them out. You know? We need we yeah. need to support these brothers, bro, because they're just keeping people honest, bro. Yeah, they're keeping people honest, just like yourself. I mean, if you caught a bullet, and I'm not saying it, but I mean, you are taking a risk. You know that the cops tell you you're taking a yeah. risk. They're like, bro, you're in San Jose, homie. You know what I mean? With five dollars of gas money in your pocket, dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> you ain't got a vest, bro. Yeah. You know, like like damn, you know, like. You're taking a risk, but people, I see people talking shit and saying that you just, you're doing it for the clout. You're doing it for the fame. But I think, bro, anyone that's doing that on their free time has got yeah. nothing to do with none of that shit, yeah. bro. He feels it. You feel it in your heart that this is right. I, and I'm going to stand up for these people, these voiceless people, a lot of individuals that may not have papers right yeah um and and there has to be someone to do that brother and w like casey said it i said it man you doing god's work brother you know and and we love you here bro like crazy style bro we 100 percent support what you do dog because to me dog that's just gangster dog and we like gangster shit around here Thanks, dog man. that shit that shit doesn't get to me when people say I'm do i do it for the cloud because i've been an activist for 13 years and when i was a city commissioner i wouldn't post good deeds online. Like, I, I, I could see through people, some people that would post, go, go to Skid Row and they'll post it, whatever. I used to talk shit about them, right? And I used to be like, but then people were also critiquing me. They'd be like, what the fuck have you done, Alex? Like, I see on your social media, it's just you and your fucking kids. The fuck have you done, you know? So if I don't post it, people talk shit. If I do post it, people talk shit. <laughs> if, I, if I say my political beliefs, they talk shit. And it's crazy, I trip out on that shit too because I have literally have the exact same political views as Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, Cesar Chavez, Emiliano Zapata, exactly the same. You know what I'm saying? Like, Let's go, baby. But I get the hate. But it's all good, though. Yeah. Talk your shit, baby. What, what does hurt me, though, is when friends, people who I thought were my friends, start throwing jabs at me. Shade. You know, because they feel like I've been doing it longer. That should be me. You know what I'm saying? That's what... That, that kind of that kind that's the shit that, that did get to me but you know we got to keep rolling on you know i'm pretty sure you, i know you guys get a lot of you know backlash too or, or hate or or from fellow podcasters and shit like that and it hurts instead of us uplifting each other and this is what i say all the time sometimes our rasa acts like crabs in the bucket bro 
crabs well, in the bucket. Well, you know, Rasa are the biggest haters in the world, bro. Big time, man. It's just straight up. I said that shit a million times, dog. But I've changed my perspective, my mentality. Because they when hate I, when I say that too. When I was, they're like, "Fool, you have Jew, homie. Yeah. You can't even say his last yeah. name right, stupid. How the fuck you gonna speak on this shit? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? But hey, baby, I've been to the wars and I've been to yeah. the streets and shit. I fought a lot, fought yeah. besides the best of the best, baby. You know what I mean? And any of them motherfuckers here say that should yeah. just slap you across the face, dog. You know what I mean? They'll be like, hey, homie, that motherfucker full fucking Mashika, homie. Shut your ass up. <laughs> but you know what? It builds, it builds character, bro. It builds character. It's just like when I you know, when I was locked up, too. I was locked up in, in the 3000 and we're around the 3000 boys. We're never fucking up the homies. When you go in there, the homies give you a hard time because they want you to earn your stripes. They want you to earn your respect, you know? And that's the way it is in the outside world, too. You know, so I don't let it get to me. Of course, when 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 you're doing, whether it's activism or podcasting, you're going to have these fucking guys who have been doing it longer giving you a hard time. You know what I'm saying? It's a competitive to, sport. Yeah, competitive sport. And you got to Regardless of what it. it is, brother. Yeah. Competition, it, it comes in all forms, right? That's safe to say. Yeah. And, and even coming up in this podcast thing, you know, Friendly competition mm -hmm. keeps you pushing harder. Look at them and be like, oh, okay, we'll see what they're doing. All right, we got to, you know what I mean? Like, and Step we got to do that to each other, bro. Yeah. That's just like, if you're playing on a team, bro, you want to be the best player, bro. You yeah. know what I mean? Are you are you taking notes from the other dude or whatever, vice versa, bro? Yeah. Um, and, and LeBron still keeps going even though he gets like almost no love from Michael Jordan. You know what I'm saying? And he keeps going. And that's what we got to do. <laughs> because yeah. Michael Jordan's, you know, he's he's got kind of LeBron James got a little bit of a foot on the legacy. But yeah. Michael Jordan is Michael Jordan, baby. Yeah. And he will always be the greatest, dog. Yeah. You know what I mean? But we, 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 we'll give LeBron James second, right? Yeah. I mean, that's just me saying that. Um, because I, I was raised in the Michael Jordan era. Yeah. Kobe too, baby. Kobe too. I mean, what is it? What is it? Come on. Oh, you got three. <laughs> What's the order? Do we not even give an order and just just salute them and say, hey, you guys are all great, nice. right? Kobe's in there. Kobe's in there for sure. 100% Kobe's in there, bro. Mamba mentality. Shaq used to, bro, Shaq would talk shit because... Kobe, like Shaq's a fool, right? Like Shaq did a fool. He's a fool. He likes to talk shit. He likes to clown. And he would clown because Kobe would be just doing some like practicing dribbling and shit <laughs> while, while everybody's just kind of like fucking around it, you know? And he would he would clown him, but that's the Mamba mentality, bro. That dude was, he was first in the gym, bro. Last to leave, like Mamba mentality, bro. Of course, yeah. Kobe's in that bitch, I, I think Kobe reached a higher peak. Like at Kobe in 06 or 07, when he scored 81 points, he was just phenomenal. He reached a peak. He probably didn't have a better career than Jordan, but him in 07, I think he reached a peak that it was just the greatest to me. I think he reached that peak at that moment. And and LeBron, I just think he's better overall. And I think if he keeps going, I think he probably will surpass Jordan statistically, numbers-wise, you know? So we'll see yeah. how that goes. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so I was watching, I love when your feed comes through my feed, right? Mm -hmm. Your your post comes through my feed. It's, it's just, it's almost comical sometimes, bro, because you're a problem, bro. You are an absolute problem, dude. There was this one dude, he looked like he was Mexican. I'm not even sure, but you were talking to him on a porch, and next thing you know it, I don't know if this was the same thing. I might be mi mixing them together, but all of a sudden, there was a full fucking bolo going on in the street, dog. A full party, mariachis, <laughs> doggy. <laughs> like, bro. Was that the same dude? No, nah, it's another one. This, this happened in Riverside. Oh, was that in Riverside? Yeah, that happened the, in Riverside. Bro, just tell that story right there. Man, this motherfucker, he got in his car. Uh, he tried to run over a street vendor. Um, he was tired of them going down his street, so he got on. He tried to run them over. So when I found out, uh, the woman who put the video up, she contacted me, and she, obviously she gave me the address. 
So me and Riverside County went out there, and that fool was outside doing his, his yard. And I was like, this motherfucker. <laughs> imagine, dude. That's, that's imagine. Bad day like, to cut the lawn. <laughs> exactly. Like, imagine you trying to run over a street and you're able to be outside your lawn. Like, nah, I'm not going to make you feel comfortable. So we went out there, and that motherfucker went inside his house. But I kept talking shit, Who was bro. he, bro? It looked like he was going to go grab a fucking gun. That's yeah. what I thought he was going to do. He did. He did. Oh, he did? He did. He did. He did. Um, his name's James McCoon. McCoon. He's uh, <laughs> <laughs> a funny-ass name. So It's a horrible name. Uh, I, I, I would change I, my last name, bro. I followed him to his door, bro, and he went inside, and he got... I, yeah. think, I don't know if it was a 45 or a 9, but I, I seen it. I seen it here. And you can see in the video where he, ha he has it behind his back. Okay, and that's when yeah, I told him, shoot me, motherfucker, shoot me. I didn't know I if like, he really had it. Yeah. And then uh, it wasn't until later I realized, like, damn... I could have. You think so? I was like, I was telling myself like, maybe, maybe I could have got shot. What were you on his property? I was on his. You had his front door, right? So he didn't have a, a sign. So yeah, you need a sign. I, right? I I walked up because um, in my job I send out. You know when you when you're in your house and you have people trying to get you to vote for someone and knock on your door. So we get that shit all the time. Um, it's our First Amendment right to be able to knock on your door and then and then do what we got to uh -huh. do. So I I knew that I had my rights to go up to his door. Um, I wasn't on his property technically. Unless. So unless he would have he if he hadn't told me yet to leave, so technically I wasn't violating any law or whatever. Was he a white dude? Yeah. And so, McCoon, come on. How quick did that happen, bro? How I mean, this dude has got connections, and not only connections, but that, but people on call that believe in his movement, bro. They're gonna show up, bro, and yeah. do what they did in front of this dude's shit. Though. A week later, we brought the mariachi out, and I was like, this motherfucker's not gonna get. And then his wife sells chocolates from home, so she's technically a street vendor. So a bunch of people. <laughs> is it, is that called McCoon chocolates? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then and then my homie taught me how to hack into a voicemail, so we hacked into her voicemail, and she was you should have heard the messages, man. Hacked into the voicemail. Yeah, the messages that people were leaving, they were like, "Fuck you, Debbie, you fucking racist piece of shit." <laughs> Let's call her right now. <laughs> yeah, we said we said we need to do. We just didn't need to do a whole podcast about how to hack. <laughs> Voicemail, oh yeah, so I'll teach you guys right now. So the way you hack into it, you you call the phone number, right? And once the voicemail pops up, you press star, and you and if they haven't set up a password yet, you just put the last four digits, and you'll be able to get into their voicemail. Did and the, the dumbass lady had never set up her own pin, so that's how we were able to get in. Oh, did the, oh did the my Asian God. homies teach you that? Did, did, did the, the Asian homies, homies teach you that? No. <laughs> the, Asian homies, the Asian homies always the smartest dudes, bro. So, like, so are, you, are, you toxicas, are you toxicos? If you want to go through your girl's uh, voicemail, that's how you do it. <laughs> you know what's crazy? Because that, that only could affect you at a certain age, I believe, where people still leave voicemails. Yeah. I don't leave a voicemail. I believe if you call my phone it can potentially say that <laughs> I, I believe that it could potentially say that the voice box is full because I don't even listen to them motherfuckers yeah, bro but there's a certain age that do mm. leave voicemails like you mm -hmm. can just text me bro and get that that's a quick way to holler at me yeah. right but that's that's fucking hilarious bro that you yeah. did that and so or that you can do that and you found out how to do that um and then you had a, there was a full-on fucking celebration. And what are the neighbors saying, bro, when they see all the mariachis? I mean, were you serving tacos so, there, too? Nah, the vendor came, and he started selling elotes right there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, did, the, did, the, did the neighbors support? Yeah, no, they're the, they're the reason why we did it, because the day that I confronted him, um, a bunch of neighbors came out, like, yeah, he's an asshole. He, he literally, what, this, 
man told me that while he was having a family party, this guy James walked into his backyard and told him in front of his family, you better put the fucking music down. Like, he's that type of neighbor. Like, uh, so, I told him, hey, you guys want a mariachi out here? Yeah, so I told him, you guys want a mariachi out here? Like, yeah, fuck yeah, fuck that guy. So it was like <laughs> at least five to ten uh, neighbors. That, so, once we did it, all the neighbors came out and they were happy, bro. Same thing. And we just did the same shit in Bell for another yeah. guy. And that shit, that shit cracked too, so. That dude told you to go back to where you came from. Go back to Mexico. His name is Roger, another guy. Damn. Yeah. I'll be straight up, bro. When I go out there, I, I bait them. I bait them so they could fucking show their true colors, and he did. Yeah. He fucking fell for my bait. Because that guy because that guy was calling cops on street vendors, like this guy in Bell. So I went to his house, and I know I'm going to catch him. And I was there for 20 minutes, but all I needed was that fucking little thing for him to say, go back to Mexico, gotcha, motherfucker. And he's Latino, too, yeah. is he not? Yeah, he's Mexican, yeah. But he's, like, whitewashed Mexican. Like, he's a hardcore Trump supporter. Is a house Mexican? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what he is. Yeah, and he, he hated it. He hated it. So, yeah, his, I mean, he fell for it, and yeah, he can't do nothing about it. And you had a sick party on that one. Dude. Yeah. I was about to pull up, too. I was like, I'm getting off work. That shit like, went to like eight or nine. Yeah, yeah, it? it did. Yeah, it would have gone longer, too, but the homie got locked up. Uh, they, they, the cops arrested him for no reason, and they let him go. So the cops did the came and broke it up? Nah. No, nah, they, they couldn't do nothing. They couldn't Were the cops it. there? Yeah, the cops were there. They even closed the street down for us. Yeah. <laughs> Block party yeah, yeah. without even having to get a fucking yeah. permit. Yeah. <laughs> nah. So were they on your side, the cops? No, nah, they, they were just, at first, they wanted to stop it. And I told them, you know, we, this is our constitutional right. You can't do shit about it. And because, look, I'll, I'll put you guys on game. If you want to have a protest, you can have it anywhere. As long as it's moving. It's moving. Mm -hmm. Okay. You could close down any fucking street in the state or in the country by doing that. So when I told him that, he was just like, fuck. Turned around, came <laughs> back. He's like, all right, I'm going to close down the streets just so it won't be a traffic hazard. And I'm the one that stopped it. I'm the one that stopped it because I was like, we got to go to the station and get the homie. But that shit could have gone to uh, who knows. Why did the homie get arrested? Yeah. They said that he kicked the car, but he didn't. He didn't. Uh, we had the a video. Cop he car? Yeah, he said. Mm -hmm. And then the cops, they realized uh, what they did. And then they told, now nah, we're going to release him with no charges. And that, that was actually South Central Audit told me, uh, Mo, which, by the way, they haven't even gave that fool his phone back. They fucked up. So we're trying to get that fool's phone back. I think they're going through the phone and to see what, what we have planned out. But, you know, that's why. Damn. Yeah. They're, yeah. Try, they're trying to catch him slipping on some criminal yeah. uh, charges or something. You know what I mean? Like, oh, shit, text. Yeah. Huh? You trying to order a fucking, you know what I mean? You never know, bro. You know, yeah. they, they're trying yeah. to. That sucks, bro. Um, and I seen you in Monte, like, and it seemed like, man, you were, there were some things going on right there with the, with the police. It, it seemed like they were not on your side, bro. Nah, nah, they, they were, they went there to go shut down, um, Fermin. He's a, he's a taco vendor right there. He's gotten beat up by the cops there and the department of public health went out there and see the department of public health. They think they know what they're doing, but they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Dog. Like they don't even know their own shit. They're like cops. They have, they have like six months training, but they don't know they don't know the laws and shit. I seen you talking to him, and he he was a he was a, a brother. Yeah, and he was really trying to his hardest to politically speak correctly, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and he was he knew he was on camera. And so he was really, you can tell in his words that he was putting forward that he was really trying to watch his step, knowing that it was being recorded. Yeah. And he didn't want to be recorded. I think he was trying to have a conversation with you personally outside. outside of the cameras and everything else. Yeah. You know? And, I mean, what's up with the city of Monte, bro? Like, are they... Are they it seems like they're the hardest on... Yeah, man. Guys. And that shit was personal to me because the mayor, Ancona, 
that's her last name, Ancona. We actually managed her campaign <clears throat> last year when she was running. You helped her for win the election. Yeah, and she told me I'm not gonna mess with the vendors. You know, well, you know, I'm I'm a Mexican and this and that. Or like, cool, you know. And after she won, like two months later, she texted me and she goes like, "Hey, man, all these restaurant owners are on my back." You know, and I told her, look, that's just not the right thing you're doing, though. You're like, you know, you got to you got to stick up for what you said. And as time went by, she yeah. just gave in because I don't know. These motherfuckers are probably, you know, I don't know what they're giving her behind closed doors. You know what I'm saying? And and these re- this is technically it's not even sometimes the Department of Public Health because they only go out there when they get enough complaints. OK, yeah. So it's it's right now there's a war between property owners against street vendors because they see them as competition and they're just trying to kick them out. And they and the property owners can potentially be uh, Raza as well, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like what Mexican restaurants. Pomona, yeah. yeah. Like what happened in Pomona and we exposed that. that what happened in Pomona? There was a, a guy, uh, he owns a restaurant called Cocineros and he's seen a, a fragile older lady that by herself. That crazy story. Yeah, by herself and he went out there and he told her, and I already knew this vendor, like, so she called me right away when this happened crying. This guy went up there and told her, look, I'm like, you fucking uh, pinche mojada, salte de aquí, you know, you wet back. I'm tired of you being out here. If you're out here tomorrow, I'm going to send people to come take care of you. That's exactly what he told her. So when he, she called me crying, uh, the next morning I told her, you go to work, we're going to be there with you, you know. So we went out there and I went inside his store and I cussed him out, bro, and I told him. And I had him on camera. He didn't even know I was recording him because I had my, my jacket here and I had my phone here. He didn't have no clue. And he admitted, he admitted that he did tell her to leave, you know. So I, we exposed them, bro, and that shit went viral. I think it got like three, no, it got four million views on TikTok. Wow. Um, and he got a lot of bad fame. I don't think he knew what he did, bro. And we've been with her. I was just with her this morning again. We've been with her because right now we're finalizing to get her legal cart. But we've been with her every day. I mean, there's days that she can't work, but we've been with her as much as we can to be there with her to make sure that was not doing it. But he hasn't told her nothing since because I'm pretty sure that would don't want to go through the same shit again because hey, he lost a lot of clientele. What size T-shirt did you wear when you rolled up over there? <laughs> what size T-shirt? <laughs> Large. Yeah. Triple X, bitch. <laughs> Is that what you want to hear? Fucking, fucking Ellen DeGeneres over there? <laughs> I think you were in, you were in downtown LA, bro. I think it was downtown LA, yeah. bro. And there was a dude that you ended up in handcuffs. Mm-hmm. Was it downtown LA? Yeah, that was downtown. Was was that was that on the uh, you Callejones? Know? Okay. Yeah. What so, happened with that? That was interesting. While I was watching, man. That. So I had this case for like about a month because there was this a hot dog vendor kept telling me, "Hey, uh, there's this uh, owner property, a business owner that keeps uh, getting like his." Um, it's like a windblower. He kept blowing all this trash from the business to his hot dog stand, right? It's cold. And he sent me a couple of videos, and he kept fucking calling the cops on him. And uh, he, the business owner kept calling the cops on the hot dog vendor. So I had it on my ca- on my lap for a minute. And coincidentally, I was just in downtown with my girl, and I, and I remembered. Because honestly, there's a bunch of cases that come to me, but it's I kind of like get overwhelmed sometimes. So I was with my girl, and I told her, you know what? I'm going to go visit this vendor real quick. Like, let's go. So I went, and I was him, hey, how's it going? He's like, man, just yesterday he tried to do the same shit. I was like, all right, bet. Let me go inside. So I go inside, and I start talking. Change your t-shirt? <laughs> I put on a medium this time. <laughs> Let him see the pecs, yeah, homie. Yeah. Man boobs, homie. <laughs> so I was with my, my, my stepdaughter, and we're in the store. I'm, I'm trying to educate him and then t- talking shit. So then as I'm leaving, he goes, you're not leaving. I'm calling the cops. You can't leave. You can't leave. I'm like, this my, like I'm not going to try to force my way out. I was like, I'm going to let this fool fucking dig his own hole. You know what I'm saying? This is like yeah. false entrapment, you know? 
So the cops took like 45 minutes. When they get there, uh, he wants me to get arrested, right, for going inside his business. So he, uh, the cops say, well, you know what? We're probably, we're going to have to go by, by, I was like, I have my, my, my camera here. I, I was live the whole time. Let me show you. But then my phone died. So I was like, you know what? As a matter of fact, like, he wants to get me arrested. You know, he had me there, and my, my stepdaughter was like, yeah, he had us in there for like an hour, like almost an hour, false entrapment. She was like, all right, so, so since he wants me to go based off hearsay, both of you are going to get arrested. I was <laughs> like, fuck it, let's dance, let's do it. Like, oh, come on, let's go. So they put me in handcuffs, and then they, they put me in the, in the police vehicle. We're like five blocks away already, and the sergeant uh, gets a call, and he's like, the man is crying. He said he's never been to jail before. He wants to drop all the charges. And the, the sergeant got mad. So he goes, all right, I'm going to take you back. But, like, I'm not even going to take this man serious anymore with the fuck he's doing. So they let us go. That was it. So he, he, he bitched out pretty much. And did he stop antagonizing the he hasn't. He hasn't done anything to him right now. We're in the process of getting the vendor a restraining order. But he hasn't He hasn't done shit like compared to what he did before, you know. So that's, cool. that's the whole that's point, good. man. Trying to get that food, you know, get a taste of his own fucking medicine, you know. Let me ask you a question, bro. If, so if somebody is undocumented, I hate to say it, bro, you know. But can they still get a uh, restraining order? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they can. Yeah, we've we've been able to help vendors to get a restraining order from someone else without without their proper documents. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they should still be protected, right? Oh as yeah, a, as, a, as a human being, right? Yeah, you know. And just because you are undocumented doesn't mean that you can just shit and piss on yeah. this person. Yeah, and victims get a lot of they 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 have a chance to get a U visa. Like you, you can be verbally attacked. If someone tells you I'm gonna call immigration on you, you qualify for a U visa. And I, I've had the attorney here before on the Streetwinner podcast, and she explained how that shit works. Like the government gives out twenty thousand a year yeah. for victims. You know they can get their documents. So that's something that we you know they have a lot of rights. That's what we try to tell them. You know, what I'm saying like you're not alone. That's basically the reason why we do this. You know, and 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 that's dope because they're not educated on this. Yeah. And so it takes a person like yourself, individuals like yourself, to educate them on this and say, hey, you know what? Like, yeah, I know you're paranoid. I know you're out here just trying to make ends meet to feed your family and live, survive, you know? But you do still have rights. Yeah. I mean, this is the U.S., brother. This is the, We are the most powerful country in the world, bro, for a reason, you know? And, and it's not always gonna sway in your in, in in your direction in regards to politics right sometimes you're gonna take an L it is what yeah. it is bro but I just with that said I just want to say that I just I, once again I, I love what you're doing brother and I, I think it's needed bro you know what I mean no nobody should regardless if you're undocumented or not you should not be treated less bro yeah. you know and you know th there's levels and we we need to get these people on the right track to you know obtain whatever they need to obtain so they can, you know, continue doing what they're doing, bro. Yeah. Like a dude wants a fucking, like, come on, bro. You're going to buy a hot dog. You bought five hot dogs. Now you want one for free, you stupid motherfucker, bro. You, like, you you bought from this street vendor probably because you couldn't afford Taco Bell or something. I don't know, yeah. bro. You know what I mean? Like, it's still, they, they ain't overcharging you. Yeah. You know? They ain't overcharging you, bro. You getting fucking. Does he do getting, that at Costco? I bet he doesn't. <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. Like, street vendor food is always good, bro. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. He, I'm pretty sure he. I have nowhere else to go because outside the concert is uh, 
pretty sure there's a lot of traffic. So I'm pretty sure if you would have ordered Uber Eats, it, it would have been way more expensive. So street vendors actually they help out a lot of people. And dude, motherfuckers coming out of concerts and yeah. this place like that, bro. Like you looking like you go to Staples Center, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Motherfuckers are hustling, baby. Yeah. And sure. thank you for hustling, bro. Because you come out, bro. You might need something to sober up a little. Yeah. You know, eat something, put something in your system, bro. So you should be thanking these yeah. people, bro. And shout, out, and shout out to Ana Gabriel, the singer. She. Uh, about it to pay for Saul's medical expenses and everything. Oh, wow. She's helping wow. him out right now. Yeah, the singer. Because she found out about it. So shout out to Ana Gabriel for doing that. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was her concert, huh? Yeah. 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 She, it, was, it happened right outside her concert. So shout out to her, man. Shout out to her. I mean, promoting awareness is is yeah. key, bro. And when people see that it takes one person to promote the awareness, to have the time to promote the awareness, their free time to promote the awareness, to fill it in their heart to do the right thing, bro. Mm -hmm. Um, and then it trickles down and people will follow suit, you know, just like you said the singer did, you know, that's amazing. You went to Vegas. What you do in Vegas? Uh, in Vegas, that was another situation. Uh, I don't know if you guys seen it. There was that video where it was like a rumble outside of a taco stand. So these three foods, no, like five foods went and they didn't want to make line. So they started tripping, like, give me my food, give me my food. So then they just got in the fight with the taco vendors. But what shit really got me pissed is that an old man, while he was on the floor, this fucking guy came and just punched him two times at the old man who's 76 years old. So my homie, one of my best friends, James, uh, he owns two barbershops out there in Vegas. He moved to Vegas five years ago. Real quick, and, I don't mean to cut you off, yeah. but I just want to clarify that that I'm, I know what exact uh, clip that I saw, and I think it's the same one. It's the brothers that had a problem with yeah. this dude. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that was just stupid but go ahead yeah, bro. yeah so it's fucked up so my homie he got he got upset too because he's out there and he's always telling me like man i want to get involved in the shit you're doing so now that when this shit happened on, on his backyard <laughs> this motherfucker crazy dog because over there in nevada is different laws right he's like hey fool i'm gonna give him a shotgun dog he's like we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna give him classes we're gonna give him the training we're gonna get him his permit but we're gonna give him some guns because he he's strapped out there too. So can you have went, a gun as a street vendor out there? Yeah, yeah. You can be strapped, yeah. In Nevada, bro. Yeah, you can be strapped. My homie's strapped all the time out there. Damn, bro. My homie's strapped all the time. So he even put it on video. We posted it. He went and he gave him a shotgun and he gave it to him. And talking about weapons now. So in California, I can't give straps. It's gotten really bad, bro. And I wouldn't give a strap to someone who don't know how to use it, right? But um, my girl put me on game on this company called Berna. Uh, right now oh, we're yeah. yeah so like for example you can't have a strap out here but there's this gun that shoots pepper balls it's kind of like a paintball gun but once you get shot it creates the, like the six feet parameter where you won't be able to breathe you won't be able to see it's actually this one right here if i can show it yeah go yeah. ahead bro so it's oh, this, one. Damn. this is my girls right here so this is legal <laughs> this is legal get that timestamp. i love the color yeah this is my girl it's, it's legal in all 50 states um, you can carry it everywhere you want. This is somebody pulls out a pink gun on me, bro. I'm gonna yeah. be like, Imagine. "Fuck you, bitch!" <laughs> Pull the trigger. Yeah. <laughs> so we're thinking about giving these out, um, and after they get their training, Berna's gonna give them like a, a, a free training, and then also these these pepper sprays. These are like the strongest that they have in the whole country. So um, these yeah. are the ones that. Let me know, see that yeah. pepper spray, bro. Because I actually shop around for stuff like yeah. this sometimes. The it's bad guy, hey, bad guy is, repellent. The, the and we're not we're not sponsored, but I mean, it's this like is what we're going to try to get for the vendors. Uh, this one's I'm like 400. To, yeah, and then yeah. there's a, a lower one that's 299. That's 300. Um, is that got the laser and shit? They have so, a yeah. new one now. Yeah. Berna has a new one out now. This, have you been able to like research the comparison of what the old one is comparison to the new one they have out now? No, no I, I don't huh. know. This I don't know if this is the newest one, but... 
this is the one we got there and um we're we're gonna sit down and talk to them too because after we start our nonprofit, once we get funds we, we're gonna try to see if, if Berna hooks us up with the discount and we could get some for these vendors after they receive these classes because shit is getting bad bro right now in south central they 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 robbed like four vendors in one night you know what i'm saying and they pistol whipped the woman they, they, they put a gun to their head you know what i'm saying so you know, you don't want to get shot in the face with this, bro. You know what I'm saying? You don't you don't want to get shot in the face because with this. Because not only yeah. do they have the uh pepper spray uh balls, but yeah. they also have the slugs. Yeah. Like they have a slug. You could almost stagger that clip right there, bro. Yeah. Hit them with the slug, pepper spray their ass. Yeah. Couple slugs. I mean, whatever, you know what I mean? Whatever you into, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know. Um and and actually ex-cons can have those as well. Yeah. Yeah. But the only thing with that, though, is it could potentially put out a police call that a man has a strap and it can potentially get you shot by a police mm -hmm. officer. So you need to be very careful with this. You got to be responsible, guys. And that's I say yeah. that to say this, you yeah, know, so be responsible, man. Big time. Yeah. And I mean, I, th I think I might get one of those, bro. Yeah, it's you good, know, man. I mean, try I'm them out on Casey, see how yeah. good they work. You know, I'll be, be running my ass off. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, Ellen. <laughs> Got you, Ellen. Fuck that, I'm gonna buy one before you. What's up, motherfucker? Let's go. Those things are pretty powerful. I actually, I actually researched them, bro, and watched YouTube uh, videos of just like some backwoods dudes, like we got a burner right here. We're gonna show you what to do to this fucking pig skin, you know, and then they was. Just Shooting that shit, and the pig is dead, but the pig is still saying, "Ah, motherfucker!" You know, is it uh, those fuckers sting probably, dog? I'm gonna freeze my shit. shit. I just got, I just got a text that South Central Audit got arrested right now. He was, oh, just, man, he was yeah. just in the comments. Yeah, yeah. he was yeah, just in the comments. He's been in the comments. Well, he, w I mean, I haven't. Yeah, I, heard, I just got news. He got arrested. We'll, we'll find out. Damn, we'll, we'll check him out. We'll check out what happened. Yeah, exactly. We need yeah. to support this man. If we need to put together some bail money for this homie, this is what we're gonna do. You know, straight up. Um, but yeah, man. So yeah, so we're, we're just trying to um, get them more protection as 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 you know. We're just trying to save a life, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like last year, we had a fucked up uh, murder. Um, uh, Elias in front of a seven year old daughter got killed. I got, you know they shot him one time in his heart. Yeah. So we're, that's that's our main goal right now to prevent the death, man. Well, brother, you're doing a good job, bro. And um, and not only is he doing a good job, but he also has a podcast. Right here on the Hoodstocks channel, bro, which is called Street Vendor Podcast. And he, we are just, we're just really getting into it, like, in regards to breaking the surface with this. And check it out. There's not a lot of paisas, whatever you want to call individuals. Um, they don't have a podcast to watch like this. Mm-hmm. You know, and and we 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 going to give them a platform. We're going to give them a voice. We're going to give the street vendors a voice, which we've already started doing the beginning of this year. Yeah. And I honestly, I don't even care about the numbers. I just feel like the messages is golden. You know what I mean? But that I believe the numbers will grow in regards to your podcast right here, brother. Yeah. You know, and I just want to, I just want to just thank you, commend you from the whole crew, bro. You the little bro, you my little bro, dog. You know what I mean? You my little big bro, you know, and, and I respect you, dog, and everything that you're doing, dog, you know. So just everybody, man. Alex right here, baby. You know what I mean? Alex. I see West Coast Graffiti. West Coast Graffiti uh pulled up. Show what West Coast West Coast Graffiti made for us. Look at West Coast Graffiti right there, baby. Yeah. That's just hard, bro. 
shit sick. Yeah, that motherfucker was on a good one making that shit, huh, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fucking. Yeah, that perico popping up that night, huh? One thing about West Coast graffiti, bro, and we've talked in the past, and he, you know, he's a civilian, bro. You know, and, and we've had conversations about, you know, trying to work these podcast yeah. guests and stuff like that. And you know what? He's a good dude, bro. And, 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 you know, when I did his podcast, bro, he had me the best food, bro. And I really enjoyed hanging with the homie. And he's, I believe he's a good dude. And there's a lot of podcasters that are going to be coming up, bro. And he, he's he's one of them, bro. He deserves it, bro. He's just a good guy. Bro, I, I go to his podcast, bro, and it's a trailer park in Long Beach, bro. You know what I mean, and and and, and he, he it was just like it doesn't matter if it's a trailer park. I'm just saying like there there's dudes out here that are really trying to change their life, you know, for the positive, you know, and yeah. and and you know you talk about starting from the ground up, bro. You're running it out from the living room of your trailer park, bro. You know what I mean, yeah. and it's, it's a nice trailer park, bro. You know, but I'm just saying like you know we got to support these homies as well. And we're going to open up the live phone calls for any podcaster to uh, call in. If you support Hoodstocks, we're going to plug your podcast right here, baby. Uh, because we are at officially 100,000 plus subscribers, Dougie. And, and congrats to you, bro. You know, congrats to us. I know it's, uh, no, it's but all you of started us, bro. This in, um, amongst KC, K9, everyone here, part of the team. You guys are the ones that have been here from day one. So just congratulations all to, to all the work that you guys have been putting in. You know? So. you know, bro. Yeah. Thank you, brother. Thank you. You know what, dog? And, and, we just started started pushing the numbers righteously last year, which yeah. is our fourth year. We're getting ready to hit the beginning of our fifth year. But there's been times where we were just like, I was like, damn, dog, if, you know, you know, like, you know, it's it's nothing on me. But it's everything on me, bro. But sometimes you got to realize, like, all right, well, look, maybe you just ain't the one, bro. You know what I mean? Because there's there's a channels that just blow up overnight, bro. Yeah. You know, but we I, I like that we didn't blow up overnight, bro. You know, uh, shit came to us the way it was supposed to come to us, bro. With just hard work and dedication, yeah. bro. You know, and just being relentless, bro. Being a fucking dog in life, bro. I have never got nothing for free or nothing easy has come my way bro you know and and you know what this has been an absolute amazing journey i've learned so much from the goonies i've learned a lot of stuff from the boys around me bro like the comments i i take them to the heart sometimes and i'll just be like all right bro i don't like it but you know what there's some of that shit you're saying in it that is true dog you know and you know i might talk some shit back or i might not even respond but i get it and I respect it, you know, yeah. and that just helps you, you know, criticism, constructive criticism, and helps you grow and evolve as an individual and as a as an entity in this community, bro. Uh, you know, to just make sure you do right and forever evolve and just pick yourself up and just keep on trucking, baby. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, and all the ones that, that blew up overnight, they don't have that structure of the foundation, so they, they go back down, even though the subscribers are there. None of their videos go up no more because it's just they, they didn't have the foundation. It's like a one-hit wonder, you know. So it, the importance is that you have that foundation and the structure, and we're going to continue doing it. Even with the Street Vendors podcast, there's no one else doing that. You know, you're Nobody. the one that had the idea. So. You know, yeah. we had the right. idea. You had the idea. I just seen it, yeah. and I said, bro, we got to do this. Yeah, do and this, you're yeah. like, shit, say less, my G. Yeah. And Let's then we can always look, go back, you know what I'm saying? Like if these vendors end up opening up a restaurant in two years, and be like, look, we interviewed them. First, you're here on, on Hoodstocks, you know what I'm saying? Something positive came out Absolutely, of it. Absolutely, yeah. bro. And then let's take it to Johnny right now, dog. Let's go. And Johnny, I said, man, 
all the stupid shit I'm doing right here, I need an equalizer, bro. I need somebody to <laughs> level out the playing field right here, dog. And I told Johnny from the beginning, I said, Johnny, mom, gee, like, and everybody I talked to that Johnny's in here, I said, homie, have you ever, they're like, yeah, Johnny's a good dude, blah, 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 woo. I said, have you ever met him in person? They're like, nah. And I said, meet him in person, bro. So you really know what it is. This dude is the truth right here. Thank you, bro. Johnny is the truth. And we have the Street Lamp podcast with Johnny. And that's just Johnny. And I told Johnny, I said, Johnny, I don't know how long you're going to be with us, bro. But it's okay, dog. Because you're a fucking superstar. You're a rock star. You're genuine. You got a real message, bro. And one day, bro, you're going to leave Hoodstocks. And you're going to do what you do, baby. And we know that we're going to be rooting for you no matter what, dog. Thank you, bro. You know, um, and, and, Johnny. but Johnny, we're back on. Are we back on? We're gonna get a couple podcasts a month from you. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, you have been fucking just kidding. Let's, <laughs> bro, let's get, bro, all right, yeah. Let's 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 check it out. Let's take a break. I want to do some ads right now, and then let's get into the uh, hundred thousand subscribers, and let's just have a full on conversation. Let's open up the phone lines. Let's, let's involve the Goonies, the oh, community, yeah. dog, and let's just let's all talk some. You know, just have a powwow, dog. Talk some shit. Meeting of the minds, baby. Yes, sir. Meeting of the minds. So let's do it like this. Um, turn that. Turn 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 those mics off, dog, please. Yeah. Okay. So today's podcast. It's brought to you by Smooth Hustle Lifestyle, okay? Street fashion inspired by music, art, and fashion. It's not just a brand, it's a lifestyle, baby. I want you guys to go to smoothhustlelifestyle.com. They got a lot of dope shit. I got some hoodies from them. I got t-shirts, man. These dudes have been doing it for a long time in the city of LA, baby. You know what I mean? Uh, Turn that, something's still humming. Okay, those are off. Okay, then it must be that one right there. Um, not yet. I see you guys calling. Give it a second. Give it a second, guys. Um, today's podcast is also brought to you by Origin Bakery Equipment. Okay, your one-stop shop for all your bakery, restaurant equipment needs. Home-based, home-based excuse me, home-based to wholesale commercial bakeries, new and used. Uh, follow them on Instagram, Origin Bakery Equipment LLC. Okay, and you can pull up on them. They got a beautiful shop in the city of Almani. All right, one zero four four one Rush Street. Okay, you you, you just got a restaurant, you starting whatever, bro. They got all your bakery equipment needs. Okay, today's podcast is also brought to you by Gutter Phenom. Gutter Phenom is a lifestyle brand that is de- dedicated to support and in. Inspiring individuals who are determined to achieve their dreams. We believe that no matter where you come from or what you've been through, with hard work and dedication, anything is possible. A portion of their proceeds uh, are donated to organizations that provide vocational training for prolies and scholarship for those in the need of drug and alcohol treatment. Visit them, gutterphenom.com, gutterphenom.com. Use the exclusive code HOODSTOCKS20 to receive 20% off. Okay, we got a sponsor. And I, honestly, I don't even charge these homies right here. And it's not even charging somebody. You know, we look out for each other, right? You know, uh, we, we, we we support each other. You know what I mean? And sometimes there's, there's a dollar amount involved. But these homies right here, are the, they're probably the hardest, the hardest working street brand in the city of L.A. They are HRLS. Stands for Hood Raised Lifestyle. Brand for the righteous. Solid and real. Bringing you fly shit. You can rock while still being proud of representing where you come from. Follow them on Instagram, at HRLSClothing underscore, okay, for all their new releases. And follow their YouTube channel, 
at HRLS Clothing for all the videos, vlogs, and behind-the-scenes footage. I mean, these are dudes from the hood right here that they strong, man, and they ju- they doing their thing. And also, we're also we're also sponsored by Apish. Apish, Rick. I uh, let me let me pull up the thing. I, I, Rick, did we get the uh, new? Um, did we get the new? What homie wanted to say for the Apish? Same shit. It's the same stuff. Yeah, okay, same cool. Thing. And I put out there, big dog. Yeah, let me just let me pull it up real quick. Sorry. Uh, through the uh, OG Nation over there in Maywood and uh, the same, the same uh, OG Apish. Apish OG. You can follow him on Instagram at Apish underscore OG. Uh, you can buy it at OG Nation in the city of Maywood. Um, kick, come get your flower, edibles, one-stop shop for all your needs. All right, Apish, OG, man. Everybody's doing their thing and everybody's coming up, man. Coming and up. it's dope, you know what I mean? And, and and these are these are like, these are street dudes, man. You know what I mean? And that's, you know, just supporting each other is amazing, you know, and I and I love doing it, you know. And um, I, I want to, before I open up the phone lines, we're going to go to a break. And and uh, I'll put the phone number up and let's just go fucking wild. Let's go bananas. Let's fucking let's just get these lines popping, baby. You know what I mean? Um, let me do it like this, uh, Frankie. Let's let's go to a break, sir. And uh, let me get this like this real quick. Let me see. Yeah, quick break. Hoodstocks, baby, I love you. Hey, you see that uh, cash app right there? Drinks on you, right? I'm just fucking with you. All good. Let's get these phone calls cracking. Let's get everybody in the position. Got the squad right here, got the team. You guys need any printing needs, man. Roulette printing on Instagram. Roulette printing on Instagram. Uh, what is it also to roulette printing? Instagram, everything roulette printing. Yes. Everything roulette printing, man. So let's get these phone calls cracking. Uh, you're on Hoodstocks, talk to us. Hey, what's up, Lucky? This is Luis Holanda's brother, and I want to thank you and congratulate you on a, on an awesome podcast. I really learned a lot from you. I come from a low-income community, and, you know, I want to give a big shout-out to, to everyone on your podcast, on Hoodstocks, to Luke, and, uh, you know, I want to put my, my podcast out there. Is that okay? Absolutely, brother. 
Uh, shout out to the uh, Rigor or Vigor podcast. Uh, rigor means the rigorous uh, obstacles of life or vigorous. Are you going to be victorious with the obstacles that are presented? And I try to interview, you know, low-income people and get the story out there and support the Rata and everything that they do. Absolutely, brother. That's dope, bro. That's dope. Where are you based out of, brother? I am. Uh, I'm originally from Northridge, California, but I'm in Las Vegas, Nevada right now. That's dope. How many subscribers you got right now? Uh, right now, I probably have about like 50 subscribers. <laughs> 50 subscribers. And how, yes, how, do, how do people subscribe again? Uh, you can go to the Rigor or Vigor podcast. Um, my Instagram is... Give me one quick second. I apologize. Oh, what? Yeah. Now, baby. You got to be ready. Really? Yeah. <laughs> my Instagram is Olandez, H-O-L-A-N-D-E-Z, number two. And then you can get my podcast link is there. Go subscribe, like, and, uh, you know, that's, that's what we do. We try to support and help the Raza that, you know, have a, a troubling past and have made it out on top. Keep pushing, baby. There you go right there. Thank you for Thank calling, you, Lucky. I appreciate you, sir. Thank you. Absolutely. Salute, Salute doggy. Uh, you're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. So, man, I just want to say saludos to everybody. Say uh, thank you for everything you guys are doing for the vendors. Seen a lot of uh, fucked up shit that they've done to them in the past. And just seeing somebody finally sticking up for them, you know, it means a lot, man. I just wanted to say saludos appreciate to it, everybody. Boy, Alex thank right you, here, man. Buddy. I appreciate that, man. Yeah. Much love. Thank you. No problem. Thank you, man. Absolutely, bro. Hey, so, Alex, um... Can they take your uh, equipment if you're a street vendor? Or no, they can't because there's a new law, Senate Bill 972, that passed last year. They cannot take your equipment, and right now uh, they can't even take your food. So right now, what they're doing is illegal. I saw, I yeah. saw them. They, yeah. yeah, they just toss your food. You're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. Yo, what's up, lucky young boy? Yo, I've been watching your channel for like a few months. Let me fresh out that box. Let me just want to shout out all the love that you got for your channel and the podcast, bro. Stay a hundred, homie. This shit's active. Love watching you, homie. So you 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 cool as fuck, homie. Keep it a hundred, dog. Thank you, brother. Where you at? Where you calling out of, my G? See, I'm right here in the set, homie. Right here on 106. Of watch my boy. There you go, baby. Watch yeah. out, homie. Shout out to all my comment, homies. That's right, all baby. Homie, dog. All day, Stay baby. Up, yeah, you go, baby. I love these are the calls I yeah, like, yeah. dog. This is different. <laughs> they calling like call from the trenches, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You on hoodstocks? Talk to us. Hey, what's up? This is Ryan. I just wanted to know if anybody knows where South Central Audience got arrested out so I could pull up to the station and see uh, what's up. Florence and Hooper, he might be on seven on 77th uh, Street Community Police Station. And we're, that's where I'm going to go uh, right, after the, right after we're done here. So 77th Community Blue Street? Uh, 77th Community Police Station. Uh, he was arrested on Florence and Hooper. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. Absolutely, Bye. though. You're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. Hey, hey, Lucky. What up, G? Hey, congratulations, 100K, baby. Yeah, Dougie. Hey, Absolutely. Hey, fuck you, though. Your mama says dick for heroin. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? My mama dick for heroin? <laughs> Damn, no, this is a fucking rough crowd, bro. He went from fucking giving me a hug to stabbing me in the gut, bro. <laughs> these guys are fucking animals, bro. And I love these guys, bro. You know? That, you know, we always say the fuck you, Lucky Dog, just to, like, you should always feel like, you should feel like you should be in a room, dog, where you can talk to anybody straight, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah And that's the sure. ultimate brotherhood, bro. Because yeah. sometimes it might be fuck you, dog. <laughs> Let's do it like this. You're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. Yo, what's up, homie? What up, G? Where you calling from? 
I'm from, I'm calling from Philly, homie. Philly, baby. Let's go. Philly's in the house, doggy. Yes, sir. Yeah, homie. You know what I'm talking about. We in this joint, nigga. I'm with the homies right now. Kicking it, homie. That's right, dog. What you guys up to? What you guys getting to right now? Yeah, we sipping, homie, on that Fedia. You already know. There you go, doggy. What's, what's, what's that Philly life like? You say what, homie? What's that Philly life like? Hey, homie, it's grimy and about that Fedia. <laughs> there you go, baby. Raise up, dog. That's right, baby. We appreciate your support, dog. Nothing but love from Philly, dog. Hey, dog, you already know, homie. You already know, homie. We support that shit to the hundred, my nigga. You know, we bought that lucky. We bought with your pockets lucky. Yo, 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 yo. Yo, yo, what's up with that little bitch you had on last time? That's on the freak, homie. That's on the freak. That's on the freak. Did you guys like that, bro? Hit the button. Oh, yeah, hold on. She was fun and we enjoyed we enjoyed having her on. It's cool to switch yeah, it up homie, sometimes. Listen, what the homie just said, dog, what the homie just said. Keep, keep, keep on your shit, yeah. keep on your ground, homie. Thank Fuck you, brother. Yeah, it's all keep good, bro. Shit, the ho- bro. the haters shit, always right? the yeah. haters always motivate me, bro, to just do better, bro. You know what I mean? And and, yeah, homie, and that's continue. What it, that's what it is though. The niggas just hating, bro, but they ain't on none. Fuck them. Yeah, yeah, you hear me? Fuck them. That's right, Fuck baby. Em. That's right, baby. I well, love you guys. Appreciate you guys. We, hey, we need to get some Philly homies on here, dog. Real yeah. shit, dog. We need to get some boys from Philly out here, dog. You know, when we when we, when we really raise up, bro, we're going to be doing, like, plane tickets type of Philly, shit, bro. Philly, Philly, Philly had a rough Philly. Hey, homie, hey, homie, you already know the number to call, homie, on We out here, bro. Yeah. Philly had a Philly had a rough year. You guys were in the World Series and lost. You guys were in the Super Bowl and lost. You guys had a you guys had a rough year. So we gotta come give you guys. A- <laughs> Damn. T- talk about a dark cloud pulling up on a sunny day, bro. <laughs> you gotta love the homies, dog. You know we always gonna bust each other's nuts, dog. All right, love to Philly. Uh, you're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. Turn the volume down in the background, my G. Hello? Yes. What's your name? Hi, my name is um, UW. You? My husband is OWO. And I just want to say congratulations to you, Lucky. And I think you're very cool. All blessings to you. And I just want to shout out to your co-star, Johnny Chang, as well. Yeah. I'm calling yeah. from Maryland. Yeah. Sexiest Asian in the world, dog. It's like the Sorry, third time I call in. So a handsome motherfucker right there, dog. Look hey, at that dude hey, fly hey. as fuck, Watch dog. <laughs> but sure, thank you, man. Okay, um, yes, thank you. I'm going to continue to be on A. Shout out, Johnny. You don't get the husband mad. You don't get W two three zero mad right now. <laughs> okay, I don't want to hold you guys too long. You guys probably have a lot of people congratulating you. Thank you, thank, thank you, you, man. Yeah, we all here okay. together. And these right, guys, bless you, Johnny. Bless you, Johnny. Johnny, always a fucking absolute sex symbol, dog. <laughs> Shout out to Little Chang too. <laughs> you know, I want to. I want to give you. Wait, you're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. Okay, we, 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 I want to say that, bro, because that was hilarious, bro. Um, you're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. Oh, oh. Go ahead. You there? Yo. Yeah. What up, dog? 
Yo, what up? Hey. Hey. No, it was wild. Damn, dog. He dropped the call. So, so, Johnny, can I say Johnny? Yeah, go ahead, bro. Okay. So, fucking Casey was like on Johnny's nuts big time earlier, right? You know, let me tell the story right, right here, dog. And he was like, Johnny, I want to be Little Chang, you know? And he's like, I'm sorry, bro. There's already a Little Chang. <laughs> <laughs> He's already there's already someone I call I consider a little Chang. I mean, <laughs> oh and my. that little Chang is about to be a home wrecker right now. Oh, <laughs> real shit, dog. You're on uh, the socks. Talk to us. Fuck Jewish people. Kanye West was right, pussy. Oh, oh, he's talking about the Jews. Oh, oh that's horrible, dog. That's horrible, dog. Stop it, dog. I mean, you're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. Hey, what's up, Lucky? What up, my G? Where you calling from? La Puente SGB, baby. Yeah, baby. Puente in the house. Yes, sir. What about hey, man, your, your podcast is a shit, brother. Best one out there, man. Much love. Thank you, brother. Thank you, doggy. Appreciate your Keep support. Popping, y'all. Absolutely, dog. Thank you, brother. Thank you, man. Shout out to La Puente. Absolutely, dog. Yeah, good night now. You as well, brother. Oh, we got West Coast Graffiti right here. We bigged him up, and he had to fucking call in even more to big himself up. No, it's fucking... <laughs> Hey, you hear that laugh? Hey, that's fucking it. three tall cans right there. That's the, that's the laugh of three tall cans. Hey, 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 no, Can you imagine being his neighbor in the trailer park? Like, yeah, yeah, he was waiting here. He said, I wanted Lucky to open my beer, but I guess I'll just open it. Yeah. <laughs> open my beer, bitch. Hey, hey, what's up, everybody, man? This is West Coast Graffiti. You already know what it is. Um, hey man, but congratulations on 100k. Like you said, man, this is just a milestone, man. You know, you're now you're at the bottom again. You got to get to the top again, and, and it's just an ongoing game. But Alex, shout out to you for everything you do. Johnny, you've been going around everywhere. You know, spreading the message, the love. Casey, welcome back, and uh, K9, everybody right there in the you know Hoodstock camp. I appreciate everybody right there. Um, but but let me tell you something, Lucky. Go ahead. The thing about having a, a trailer is that you can put <laughs> wheels and get the fuck out. Hey man, I just want to see. I, I, I don't want to see that bitch parked in front of my house, homie. <laughs> That's why we got a problem about them wheels, dog. I'll just fuck with hey, you. Hey man, everybody keep doing what you're doing, man. And we're always, uh, you know, watching. We're always uh, congratulating, and you know, like you said, friendly competition, man. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Everybody that gets mad. Fuck it. It is what it is. But, you know, I deserve, you know, fucking 10K and I'm not even there, but it is what it is. I'm still grinding. I know what I do. Your channel is not at 10K, bro. Nah. What is but it? That? Cool. I, I, know, I know what I do. I know no, what no, I do. Homie. I, know, I know you do, bro. And and, and, and I and uh, I won't mention other podcasts that have told me that. They're like, look, fucking because we were having a conversation with another podcast. I'll say the hard luck show. And they were just like uh, big lucky. Right. Fucking. Fucking legendary dude, bro. I love that dude, bro. Yeah. And he was like, he was like, I was like, bro, well, we're just, because he came at a point where we were just kind of like, just like stagnant, dog. You know what I mean? And I was just like, man, if the numbers don't raise up, baby, and it don't make sense, then you know what I mean? We, we won't fucking, you know, we either make changes or we shut the fucking, we shut, we shut it down, bro, because it's got to make sense, bro. We, I mean, it's competitiveness, dog, but if you're a winner, bro, you need to win, bro, sooner or later, bro. <laughs> Even you know, when you, you lose, you're supposed to win. Yeah, well, exactly. when you when you lose, you you you, you want a lesson, bro. 
You feel me? Yeah. Right? You want a lesson, dog. And and anyways, I just like you. Yeah, let, West Coast graffiti. Let's get the boy to 10k. Like yeah, by tomorrow, dog. Don't play with it, dog. And I say by tomorrow because this this some people can't watch it this early in the day on a Sunday because it's Sunday fun day, dog. But keep grinding, baby. Keep doing what you're doing, bro. And I see you too because I'll tap into some of your shit, dog. And I may not comment, bro, but I'll tap in. And you always feed your guests, bro. You know what I mean? Like, this dude feeds his guests, and he he got me some shit that was just fucking absolutely amazing, dog. You know? And it's I, called hospitality, homie, and that's what I'm about. There you go, baby. Hospitality. That right. goes a long way, dog. Take right. care, man. You too, dog. All right, you're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. What's up? That says Wolfie from Monte. What's up, Lucky? What up, baby? What's cracking, Wolfie? Can't get a moment of your time. Yeah, doggy. Banger. You, you can get it, dog. All the hey. time, baby. You always give us... Shout out, shout out to all the... So all those, everybody that's supporting today, Alex, what's up, homie? How you doing? That's it, man. Good, man. How are you doing? I'm Master Mickey. Wow. What's up, Casey? What up? What up? Nothing more. What, what's up, Johnny Chow Man Chang? <laughs> <laughs> what's up, bro? Hey, what's hey, hey, What's your other homie name? Droopy, right? Drew? Or what's yeah, Droopy. Yeah. Right Put it over there. Put it over there. Droopy's right, right there. Yeah. You know, that boy, a legend right there. And show my love, and my support, and honestly, I, I had um just wondering, hey, Drew, did, did uh you and Lana end up doing like uh windows together or what's cracking? <laughs> nah, man, nah, nah, nah. You're you're digging, homie. You're digging. I I was wondering like, damn, who else is gonna get it tonight? <laughs> Rick was like, well, how warm is your pussy, really? You know, yeah, <laughs> he was really. Rick was really like. I was rooting for him, real shit. Let's say I, I, I was cool, bro. I was, I was you know? like, you talking about fucking do windows in New Vegas? And then, the, and then the like the the, the hundred dollar bill stuck to his head after the podcast, dog, was just like oh, a, man, a, a man. real indication, dog, that he was trying to get there. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> My bad. My bad. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, hey, much love, much love, Lux. Love you, Wolf. You've been, you've been with, you've been with me since day one, Wolf. And and oh, you know, baby, that's always. I support you know, dog. I, you know, Wolf. You Wolf. You check it out, Wolf. You need to pull up, brother. You know, what I mean, you need oh. to pull up and chill with us, dog. And we just need to give you some hospitality and, and that and just a lot of love, bro. Because you've been calling me, dogs. I believe since I've been in a ten by ten room, bro. You know, and That's right. and, and I and I really, really, really appreciate you, and it makes me happy when OG oh, callers like yourself call in, dog. And I'm just like, damn, dog, these boys are still fucking running with me, dog. They still believe in what we're doing right here, and I just really appreciate you, dog. Oh, wow. I said, I still, I still remember when homeboy went ate that caca fucking ball. Fuck. <laughs> 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 <Legend. laughs> someone, someone ate that here. That we had it back in the day, day bro. Out. Somebody ate a shit sandwich by their own will. Own will. Nobody was forced, and it was his idea. He and was a prank guy. He ate the shit, but the everybody shitted on me for him eating the shit. And I'm well, like, lucky to pick it up. Bro. Well, I I collected it in my backyard, dog. It was pit bull <laughs> shit, dog. <laughs> and that's the only time that I fell out my seat laughing so hard, bro. It was so no, fucking bro. hilarious, bro. That's because bad. that was our times where we were do we were trying to. I was really just trying to fill shit out, and I want to do what I like, bro. And it's just to have fun, bro. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, it's just yeah. to have fun, fun and, do, and do Howard Stern shit, do jackass shit, bro. Like I just want to have fun and and not make this so serious all the yes. time, dog. And laugh and 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 because I know how it is. Like the peep game. Like I was doing this, dog, at a just to enjoy. Have have a place to enjoy after a hard work week, dog, 
And how are we going to be all serious, dog, after just busting our ass, dog, doing what we had to do for our family? Yeah. This was like downtime, bro. And I wanted to, you guys to enjoy it and laugh and, you know, but. Shit sandwich. Not everything's you, funny, you know, I guess. I don't well, know. Well, lucky, it was funny. Well, uh, it was to well, me. I, I got always, a dark I, humor, bro. You know? What, what, I always, what I always said, dog, you guys are my therapy for Sunday, dog, to get through for the week, for the next Monday, doggy. Amen. You, know, you, you guys, you, Casey, all, all you about the dog, K9. What's up, K9? That cancer's like. Hey, that dude's yeah. asleep. His glasses are on, but he's asleep. <laughs> K Nizzle. Hey, that's the boy right there, dog. But, but on top of that, you know, I still I can't forget what that little youngster fucking knocked his ass out. He was just fucking hitting him. That little, I from Monte, the little kids, they're little boxers. And then you ended up, that fool got like, I don't know how many socks out of that fool. Yeah, bro. I don't know what the fuck you're what talking, you talking about, about? Wolfie. You just really want no. What are you talking Remember about? Remember when. When that fool, the little youngster, the kids came and that fool would punch like homeboy, oh. like oh, oh, when they punch, oh yeah, that was a yeah. chance. And so when yeah, we had the my twins dog. punch, my uh, bad, bro, my punch bad. diaper yeah, boy. Yeah. Oh, we had that, we, yeah, we but had we, that, we thought you were we talking had, about canine. Fool, you didn't yeah, even segue. You went from canine to <laughs> yeah, yeah. fucking diaper boy, bro. Canine <laughs> <laughs> got serious too. He's like, yeah, he's like, ain't no fool sock me. We're like, what? Yeah, you had us fucking confused. Hey, well, much love, I said, Wolfie from Monte. All, go, my, all, my Monteros, all my Monteros out there, I'm still here, I said, Wolfie, Monte, baby. There you go, baby. We love you, dog. Have a good week, dog. Uh, you're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. What up, Lucky? Yo, what up, doggy? How's everybody doing? K-9, Johnny, all the Goonies. What's up? Just Dude. wanted to congratulate you, homie, on the 100K. Keep doing your thing, homeboy. Yeah, bro, that just feels really good, dog, to hit 100K, but then it just makes you realize, all right, we got out the, we got a little bit out the trenches, and now we're kind of like in the, in the, maybe. Got big, out the small pond yeah, to the, to to the now, middle pond. Well, in the, uh, we're in the ocean now, dog, you know what I mean? But we just like, yeah, yeah. we're not, you know, we're we're just kind of like guppies in the ocean. We're not the sharks and the You're whales. You're doing the right and, thing, though. We're at the know? beach right now. But we're, but we're headed in a fucking an amazing direction, dog. The dolphins, the dolphins. We'll say the dolphins. The dolphins. We'll dolphins are amazing, dog. Yeah. I love dolphins, dog. <laughs> You know, there's dudes you out there having no. Well, there's dudes that have sex with dolphins, bro. I know. Just I was gonna segue <laughs> into that is, one. Bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Have you heard fuck. that? Yeah, the, the, yeah. Fuck the trainers too. The the women they they have. Yeah, I mean dolphins are the smartest. You know, sea animals. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. What do you know about dolphins? Huh? Uh, what I know is that <laughs> they try to hump. I I've seen the videos. They try to hump women. <laughs> I've seen that shit. <laughs> uh, no. All right, look, people get down like that. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you, though. Thank you, bro. All right, my boy. Have a good yeah, week. Have a good one. You're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. Phone lines are blowing up. Go ahead, my G. Where are you calling from? Next. Uh, sometimes we got a call right here. Uh, you're on Hoodstocks. Where are you calling from, my G? Hey, what's up, bro? This is uh, Eric. I'm calling from uh, San Jose. Shout calling from San, San Jose. Jose. Yes, sir. 408. So uh, I have a question for your guest, okay? Because I, I, I come from... Uh, you know, I'm a taquero myself. I uh, started my own business, my own LLC and everything. And let's say I start my own restaurant and I have a food vendor in front of me, right? Obviously, there's a little bit of competition. How can I work with them to help me and me help them? Because, of course, you know, I'm, uh, you know, soy mexicano también. So I, I just want, you know, be an even playing field so everybody's making money. I, I think the, the first step would be not to hate on them. 
um, I don't think you would lose much because when you go to a mall, you, you, you go to a food court. There's several uh-huh. several restaurants right next to each other. Um, I think you don't have to do anything. I think you could you could just not hate on them, not call the cops on them. Um, but it's rare, bro. A lot there's a lot of respect. There's a lot of rules too. Like there's if you're a taco stand, you don't. They know not to park or not to put themselves right in front of another restaurant. And sometimes it works out because let's say you close your restaurant at 8 p.m., then that taco stand will might show up like at 10 p.m. and sell for the people coming out the club. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, that's a dope ass idea and, right there. Uh, members know, so, capitalism make a better product. Yeah, there you go. Make a better product. That's another thing, too. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, because I, you know, I came, you know, straight up cooking in my house. I was able to, you know, hustle and get a commissary kitchen and all that. So I know the struggle. So, all those, you know, those, and God bless you for what you're doing because, you know, I see those videos and, and, and I, I, you know, that, you know, in the San Jose thing too, you know, right yeah. after SAP center, that was horrible. You know, I wanted to go find that motherfucker too. So it, it was, uh, you know, it was definitely heart wrenching, but, uh, you know, I just want to support the working Raza también, you know, especially, you know, hustling. So if I ever get the opportunity to have a restaurant, I would love to do something like that. Yeah, man. You know? Yeah, we'll help you out. You know what I'm saying? We'll help you out. Hell yeah, bro. Yeah. I Hell yeah. That. I mean, that's, that's a good question, man. I appreciate that. Yeah. And, you know, not a lot of people even get to that point to even ask that question. So you, it shows that you have a good heart. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, you you, you want to hustle. You don't want somebody to take your bread away, but you don't want to st- stop the hustle of somebody else coming up. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. exactly. But, I stumbled, but man. shout out to the, the hood stocks, man. I just... uh. Found out about you guys like what a month ago, yeah. Yeah, so uh, that, yeah, this is a badass show, dude. Thank you, brother. Appreciate welcome you. to the universe. Yeah, welcome, welcome <laughs> to the community, doggy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Keep keep grinding and do your thing, baby. You know what I mean? And we, you know, we here, we support you, brother. You know what I mean? Uh, thank you, sir. I'll, I'll try to reach out to your guests and uh, see uh, maybe in the future work together on some uh, collabs or something. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for calling, brother. Have a good week. All right. I want to I want to do this right now. Put the camera over there on on Johnny and Casey. Frankie, shout out to Frankie too, bro. Handling this shout shit, out. dog, doing his thing. So, Johnny, I wanna I wanna ask you, bro. You are probably the biggest superstar in this room right here, dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> Literally. You know, like, bro, you you have been everywhere, bro. You have been soft white underbelly. You were just recently on Vlad TV. I mean, yeah. what is your wow. ex- what what would be your take, bro? Like Damn. you being able to oh, explore geez. all these platforms, bro. I mean, does it, does it, I know you, you, the way you work, bro, you work in a very pure heart, bro. Yeah. You know, so it might be hard for you to be uh, biased or, or, or have something to say about something, bro, yeah. in regards to just different platforms, different vibes you might have experienced along this journey. Yeah. You know, but if you could say anything at all about that, like what has been your experience from going to all these platforms, bro? I think it's a it's a very eye opening experience, bro. Like um, people are are here trying to get my my watching side of stuff, but when they see the the spiritual aspect, it's always like that light bulb that turns on. So personally, for me, like that's why I do what I do. You know, when I go out there and I talk about my story and then I lead into the gospel. People trip out about that. Like, bro, you dumb it down so, like, Cavario, for example, shout out Cavario from Vlad TV. He was kind of like, bro, I didn't know that, you know, you, 
spoke in this way. You know, he was mm-hmm. more about the watching and the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they want the they want the the, the meat and potatoes, exactly. so to speak. But they don't they don't literally they know, bro. Yeah. You gonna sprinkle it with that righteousness? Exactly, bro. Exactly. So for me, I I go on the podcast or whatever platform, and I'm just trying to push the gospel. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, because at the end of the day, we need hope, bro. We can't be fighting people with negativity. We need communication, exchange and hope, bro. So that's what I keep pushing. And I love it when when it hits people because they're over there on another tip and then it kind of sways them into like, you know what I mean? Being on a, on a positive tip, yeah. which Thanks is time, a, which is the power of positivity and, a, and just a, a powerful message from one man that has been down. A, a dark road, bro. For sure, man. 100% a dark road, bro. And I just, like, when it comes to, like, so there was three people that I wanted to, when I started thinking about, you know what? Like, and let's be honest, bro. Like, Adam22, uh, kind of like, it's his recipe, bro, of having different podcasts on, bro. Yeah. And it's actually a great recipe, you know what I mean? Uh, if you If you can get the right people. And I knew I wanted to have... Uh, individuals on here that weren't going to put no bullshit out, dudes with substance, dog, because I put enough silliness out and when I'm on shrooms and this and that in the past, bro, and I needed balance in the system. Everything needs balance, bro. And I don't want to get another fucking idiot like myself, bro. Like, what the fuck, dog? Then we're, What are we doing to the universe, bro? We're just constantly putting out some stupid shit, dog. You're screwing the universe. Yeah, no, 100%, because there's, there's enough... <laughs> And that pussy is loose, dog. (laughs) You know, no, but I'm just saying though. So I I wanted to have these guys, these, these, these fucking amazing individuals on, like Alex and Johnny on, um, and and you know we're we're doing it, bro. We're just barely at the tip of it, right? You know, I mean, really just trying to break into doing what we're doing, and at the same time, you guys have your own shit going on. You got a YouTube tube channel. You got all this other stuff going on, um, but. Rather than that, though, like, so when you're on Vlad TV, do they pay you to do that? Nah, bro. Some some of them do. Vlad didn't. Vlad did. I think it, it, who plugged me in was China Mac. Shout out China Mac, too. So he plugged me into it. And um, I actually thought that Vlad was going to interview me. But this other dude, Kavaro, I guess he was, he's from Harlem, New York. So, yeah, he started doing that. But, I mean, nah, I didn't get paid for that. What about Soft White Underbelly? Soft White Underbelly, I did get paid. The first time, second time? Both times. I mean, can we put out the dollar amount of what that might be, look like? Uh, Yeah, it was, the first time I think was like 200 bucks. Second time was like a little bit more than that. So disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> Gas money. Is that Gas dude money. Jewish too, bro? <laughs> Is that guy a Jew too, bro? God damn it, bro. We be raising dudes some fucking cash flow up in this bitch, dog. Bro, you're the soft, first soft white underbelly did fucking millions, bro. Yeah, you know, almost five million now. And you, you do you do you you understand by now how it works? Yeah. And um, Whoa. what happened? Did you hear that? Yeah. yeah. It popped up high, huh? Yeah, for some reason, whatever it is, what it is. Has it been low this whole time? No. No. Anyways, that was different. Yeah. But yeah, so you realize the way the YouTube universe works in, in regards to monetization, residuals, whatnot. Yeah. And that dude made a lot yeah, of yeah. money, bro, yeah, off yeah. of your first interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of the people, because I'm I'm meeting um, a lot of influencers now too, and they're like, bro, you you are getting bent over, basically, you yeah. know. 
And um, I mean, you know, I'm a little more mindful now, but of course you gotta, you gotta take, you know, a couple L's in the beginning. But I think the most important thing is that you're, you're, you're saying that, that message out, you exactly. know what I'm saying, that you want to give out. And that's that selfless type of, I think it's like activism too, because your, 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 your initial goal was to help people. And, you know, and shout out to you too for putting them on here because yeah, for real. people in the hood, bro, I've never seen anything like being spiritual or religion. Nothing else helps a lot of homies who are, who are addicted to drugs or, or like my brother, for example. I grew up with two older brothers. The one that's still alive, he, he was a thug, like stealing cars, getting in fights all the time. And religion got him out of that shit. You know, like he's, he's a totally different person now because of religion. And I will never sit down and debate with him. I'm agnostic, but I will never sit down and debate with him, with you or anyone here because I don't think there's nothing else like it that can help out the homies to get out that, that hole that they're in there. You know, yeah. and you're saving lives, bro. Like... I I always I always think it's a great thing to to talk to the homies, especially the homies who just got out of prison and got out of jail. Like turning to God is is and like my dad too. I don't think my dad would be the person he is if it wasn't for religion. I think my dad and my brother would probably be dead or in jail right now. To be honest, one hundred percent facts. If it wasn't for God, you know. Likewise. So shout out to you. You're saving lives, bro. To be honest, yeah. Alex, have you ever spoke on your brother that passed away? Um, I don't I don't I don't think so. Is, does he have a lot to do with uh, what you're doing now? Yeah, man. Uh, Can you share that story? My brother. Do you um, mind sharing that? No, story? no, I'm good. Yeah, my brother. My brother was uh, a Jehovah's Witness, and he was a uh, he was an elder at 28 years old, and he he had a lot of responsibilities. And right there, uh, if you commit some, you know, any type of thing that's considered a sin, you get expelled, right? So he was expelled from from the religion where no one can talk to you, and so he was going through that, and then. Uh, I, at first, I thought it was very confusing because my brother was like the first homeowner of my home. I mean, from my family, college graduate, straight arrow. Like I, I, I looked up to my brother a lot. So f when I seen him going through depression, I'd be like, man, what the fuck you're depressed about? You know what I'm saying? You have a house, you have all the money in the world. Like I'm over here struggling. I should be the one depressed. Um, so long story short, my brother. Uh, I remember the day my my dad came to my house like crying, and he told me that my brother tried to take his life. So we went to the hospital, bro, and it was just, you know, I hugged my brother. I, I, I felt his blood running through his vein. I was like, man, what the fuck were you thinking, man? You almost died. And he was just like, I don't know, man. I'm sorry. His neck was bruised up, all black. He tried to hang himself? He tried to hang himself, but the thing broke. Um, so he was there. He was at Cerritos College Hospital for two weeks. And we were there with him every day. And uh, he got, he was supposed to get released on a Monday, right? His wife was a banker, and I told, I told uh, his wife and my brother, I was like, when you come out, you're going to come and stay with me. Uh, and he even laughed when I told him, even when you're taking a shit, Alan, like, I'm going I'm to be there watching you. Like, I don't care, you know, because he was like, not only was he, because he's uh, eight years older than me. So he was like my brother and, and my dad kind of at the same time, you know, and he got released early on a Thursday. So his wife said that she'll take care of him, you know, but uh, turned out that on a Saturday, well, he came to my house on Friday. We talked. And I had like goosebumps that day because I just I didn't feel safe him being with her, but I had to you know let it go. I was just it's just two days, right? And he kept asking me because I was going through that depression too. It was weird because he he he's the reason why I took therapy now. Um, and he kept asking me if I was depressed, but I wanted him to focus on him. So I lied to him. I told him, Nah, man, I'm good, man. I'm gonna see you on Monday. You know everything's fine. That was Friday night. I hugged him and I left. Saturday morning. It's when my other brother calls me. He's like, hey, we can't find Alan. You know, his wife let him 
go on the car by himself. And I'm like, I was pissed, bro. Like, why the fuck would she let him go on the car by himself? So my brother went to the where the one 110 freeway and the 105 freeway junction. And he decided to leave. You know what I'm saying? And there's a part, a big part of me, like, I wasn't able to do more to help my brother, to save my brother's life. I wasn't able to do more to help my best friend from my childhood, Sabino, who was shot and killed in Bell Gardens when we were both 16. And now, I, I, I don't know if it is what I, if I maybe am, I am compensating for that. Maybe I, because I couldn't save my brother, I couldn't save my homie Sabino. And now I know, like, if I see a street vendor getting attacked, like, if I know that I know homies like Gonzalez Security Force, and they, they, these great people that, you know, hey, bro, we got straps legally, we can go out there and stand with them, try to do something to save their life, you know what I'm saying? So maybe I am, because I couldn't save my brother, I couldn't save, I couldn't save my homies. Um, but yeah, man, that's, that's, that's how my brother... Um, how did, how did he at that conjunction? I'm sorry, bro, yeah. and I don't mean to pry, bro, but how... Is there is that a bridge? Mm-hmm. So he he went he went uh, to the highest bridge. So right there on Vermont and Imperial. So on the 105 and 110 freeway, he went to the highest bridge. He ended up falling. He ended up jumping and he fell like on the on the on ramp on on Imperial going south. Wow. This was in 2015, May May 23. Sorry to hear yeah, that, man. brother. No oh, man, it's um. So I'm able to talk about it now. You know, before I I couldn't I couldn't talk about it. I, I burst in tears in time. You know, I learned to accept it, um, and a lot, a lot of the reasons why I changed, man, it was because of him. And I just, uh, I felt it was time. I took all his advice. I never took it when he was alive, but I took it once he was gone. Yeah. I mean, just a round of applause and advice, bro, and doing what you have to do to save yourself, right? Thanks. You know, and I think it's a perfect segue to put it in Johnny's lap in regards to organizations like the Jehovah Witness that could potentially, what did they do? They they outcasted the dude? Yeah. They outcasted your brother yeah. because maybe he broke a rule or something? Yeah, he. Um, I, I never went through that because I, I never got baptized. I left when I was little. Um, but my other brother went through it too, but he, he's back. So basically, if you have sex before marriage or if you have sex while you're married or you cheat on your wife or whatever and you 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 admit to your sins those are mainly the main ones you know it has a lot to do with sex sex before marriage or sex during marriage um they pretty much expel you for at least six months until you prove yourself that you're worthy enough to come back but then during that time span no one can talk to you not even your family um yeah obviously the people you live with but your friends everyone else they can't talk to you you have and you have to show up and you just got to show up to church and just not, you can't talk to anyone and you just leave by yourself. It's kind of, you know, I, I, I don't really blame it on that because it also happened to my other brother, you know what I'm saying? He survived that. So I kind of don't blame it on it because, like, if George was able to do that and he's back and he used to be, like, this crazy knucklehead, um, I don't I don't know. But my brother had other shit going on, too. He was a perfectionist, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, I don't know. I think he was really, really hard on himself, you know, so. Well, obviously, bro. But with that said, Johnny... How do you feel about organizations like maybe the Jehovah Witness? I'm not gonna. I was gonna call the Jehovah Witness program, the jo- <laughs> Jehovah Witness, bro. I mean, like, what, what 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 comes to your mind when you hear that, bro? You know, it's not just um, pertaining just to Jehovah's Witness. I think anybody who's teaching uh, for you to follow the law is wrong, bro. Straight up. 
Uh, if you look in the Bible, it talks about what the laws are and that they're actually, it says in Romans chapter 3, verse 20, no flesh will be justified in his sight by doing the deeds of the law. For by the law is the knowledge of sin. Problem is, people think you got to follow these laws. You understand? So that's why they outcasted him and stuff like that. Because they're like, oh, he's not following the laws. The problem is God wants us to look at ourselves first. Do we follow laws? Like, no, a sinner is a sinner. You understand? Lucky, we've been to prison, right? We don't like child molesters. We don't like rapists. That's just how it goes, right? People who haven't even been to prison, right? Yeah. But if we stand, like I said in the first podcast, if we stand in front of the law, in front of God, in front of his standard, we all fall short. You know, I shot at people, right? I'm, if I'm a person who's a murderer, let's say, and I stand in front of God next to him, next to a rapist, let's say, right? Of course, in our standard, he's he's got to go, right? But God's not going to be like, oh, you get to go to heaven and then you don't get to go. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we all are going to burn for that, right? Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, people have to realize these things. Like, you know what? We're all sinners and it's okay. You understand? Because we're, we're just being normal. If it was me, bro, I would have said that. So I am. That kind of pisses me off a little bit. And I'm trying to, like, keep it yeah. cool. But, you know, I'm sorry about that, bro. I'm sorry that there was people that. And I'm not blaming just one organization. There are Christians out there who say the same thing. Yeah. Hey, you need to do this, homie. You need to do that. I'm sorry to say, but, like, that's like telling me you need to stop gangbanging. You need to stop doing that. Yeah, like, there's times you have to hear it. Yeah. But tell me how. Show me how. Rather than just... <laughs> You understand what I'm saying? My G right here. Johnny Chang, homie. <clears throat> My G, Doug. How do you feel about um how do you feel about uh the whole uh victory outreach thing? I mean, I haven't really heard much about them, but I know that it's it's I don't really have an opinion on them, to be honest with you, because I don't have enough research. Yeah. I just know that they do help a lot of ex-cons and stuff like that. They're serving a purpose, yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah, but I don't know, like, in depth, so I can't, I never give my opinion on something I don't know. I'm never. I'm not going to speak on something I don't really know about. Absolutely. You know and so you said earlier about, you know, being in prison and not, you know, there's rules of the game, bro. Yeah. You know, child molesters, rapists. Right. I mean... You a changed man now, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you've been on your journey for a cool minute, bro. Yeah. I mean, could you sit with a child molester or a rapist at this point in your life? To be honest with you, at this point, I think I can. I think I can. And actually try to evangelize to them and stuff like that. You know, we don't go on PC or SNY yards. But, um, you know, there are people in this world who, when you're speaking to them, like I'm counseling a lot of people nowadays, right? And they'll share dark, dark past like that, you know, and I'm a person who believes in the Bible 100 percent. So it says in Romans seven that it's not us who does it, but the sin inside of us. Understand mm -hmm. everyone here has done something that they're regretful of. Every one of us. Why do we regret it? Let's say all of us, we all go out right now and we go eat steak and lobster. None of us is going to regret that because we wanted to do that. But why is it that we regret things? It's because we didn't want to do it. There's something inside of us that deceived us to make us do it, and then it, it condemns us afterwards. Yeah. You understand? So when I understand that, that's how I was able to forget my dad, who was drinking. My dad used to beat my ass 24-7. I hated him. I pulled the strap on him. I'm surprised I didn't blow him away, right? But when I think about it, I didn't know that my dad actually killed somebody, like, accidentally in Korea when he was driving when he was young. So he had that guilt and that burden, so he was trying to drown it out. 
Yeah. You understand? And I didn't know that. So if I shot him and I killed him, I and I find like let's say I discovered that afterwards, I would feel terrible because I sometimes you just you just don't know what people are going through. Yeah. You know, so there are things like let's say there's no Satan in this world, there's no devil in this world. I don't think people would be doing this crazy stuff, beating up on street vendors. You know what I'm saying? Like everything would be peaceful. Yeah, every there's, villain has their own origin story, and right. there's always. Yeah, a lot of and a lot of people who abuse, uh, rape too. The majority of the time, they they've been raped too. You know, exactly. it's a lot of unhealed trauma that they got going on. Exactly. So this generational trauma, which I I concluded as sin, right? So if I have issues like that, like my heart is more like not judgmental now, whereas before it was like, nah, kill them all. Yeah, fuck them. You know what I mean? Like, nah, I'm not like that. But God was showing me like, no, no, no. We're evil is evil. We're all evil. Yeah. We all fall short. So you got to have it with compassion. And when I do that, people change, bro. Yeah. And when they change, it's like one person at a time, it starts to interlink and then it grows better. And, and better that's what's better. important because that prevents them from doing it again. Exactly. And you're saving more lives. You're saving little exactly. girls that can potentially, you know, exactly. that's, I think that's important work. You know? Exactly. I mean, what would a world be like, bro, if it was just so perfect and it was so like spot on to the, the teachings of the Bible, bro? So so do these acts, I mean, I hate to say it like this, bro, but do these acts need to happen in order for the world to evolve to a better place? Or is it getting worse, Johnny? I mean, what is your uh, take on that? I think it is getting worse. And I think it's also what you were saying. These things need to happen because how do you know what, like, how do you know, how do you appreciate wealth if you weren't poor? Mm-hmm. You understand? How do you know what happiness without despair? So, like, you, you, there has to be a system of checks and balances. It has to be good and evil, and that's just how it's always been, you know. So, so that's what I believe personally. Johnny, when 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 your time, we all owe one death in our lifetime, right? Sure. It's one thing that we owe one of, yeah. and that's one death, right? When that time, and that time's going to come for all of us, yeah. you know. Hopefully later than sooner. Um, but what would you, what will you hope to succeed and accomplish when your time comes to pay up that one death? For me, it's it's about getting as much people into into heaven, bro. And believe it or not, as cliche as that sounds, everybody deserves some kind of happiness because we're all interconnected through the struggle. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So. I mean, when people struggle, like it, it I, my heart goes out to that because I've been there. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I, I feel like that's what I've been doing with these platforms. It's like you had mentioned, you know, all the other platforms that have me on, shout out to them, whether they paid me this or whatever, it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, the message is important. If I could reach one person, like, I really feel like I did my job. And the amazing thing is, like, it's reaching more than one person. There's so many people in my DMs, there's, there's enemies. That I've been to, I just recently went to homie's baby shower. It's like over, I don't know, 50, 60 of these dudes and me and like a couple homies. And it's bridging the gap over a podcast. You know what I'm saying? Over hoodstocks, over everything. So I was able to see like, man, this is something that God wanted me to do. Like it's, 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 it's really bridging all the homies back together. And, you know, <laughs> we're, we're over here saying Asian pride back then, but we're, we're only killing Asians. You know what I'm saying? Like, so we were, we, we really... It's starting to rebuild everything, and I'm so thankful for that inside of my heart. You know? That's great. It's amazing. Johnny Chang, motherfuckers. Let's get this phone call right here. 
And I want to get to Casey and I want to get to the guys in the studio too about, you know, our just our journey, bro. You know what I mean? You're on Hood Stocks. Talk to us. We got a couple minutes left with these guys. Hey, yeah. hey, Lucky, yeah. what's up, bro? What up, Don? How come every time I turn this this TV, on, this screen on, you look chubbier, bro? <laughs> Come on, baby. I've been I've been on the kettlebell <laughs> shit, dog. You know what I mean? I've been raising up low key, dog. Lucky's been doing downs. Don't make me show you the cachetes <laughs> right now, Dougie. You know what I mean? I'll put a motherfucking hey. couple tacos on that bitch. Hey, I got a question for my boy over here, man. How, when are these street vendors gonna finally learn to start? They gotta get a little gangster with it, man. Stop trying to just uh Oh, please don't, or this and this. They got to eventually uh, bust a cap on one of these motherfuckers, man. Sometimes you, know? you got to set an example. I hear you. It's a different mentality, but it I happened, get it. bro. It happened on 7th and Hill in downtown LA two months ago. Hey, um, hey, Daniel. and, and the, reason, the reason I say that is, you know what? Look, every time us Chicanos, right, we go to Mexico, they put us down. They talk all this shit. They're very brave. But how come over, over here, they don't get their gangster up? They, they'd rather us, you know... You know, protect them and this and this and that. Yeah, it's but, the, the fear of deportation, but uh, it's happening. Fear of deportation. Whole, yeah, yeah, fear of deportation. But on Seventh and Hill, uh, Daniel he sells tacos. He chased he chased out this fool that was trying to mess with them, and he dumped all their food. And that fool, they they no said they had on the way. They 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 got down, and it's all on video. They chased them off, and also last year, what happened in San Jose? The homies in uh, my bad, San Pedro. They found the guy who attacked the tamale vendor, and you know they gave him the work, and it was on video. And I put, I posted it, bro. I didn't care because I think it was time for us to finally see justice for for these attacks, you know. And sometimes people don't like, you know, our aggressive ways too. But you know, fuck all that shit. It's no more. We're not here to play no more. You know what I'm saying? Like I want people to know mm -hmm. that you know they're not alone. But yeah, you're right, man. So we know we tell vendors. That's how we're trying to arm them up. You know, so way you know next time we can give out 500 of these. You know what I'm saying? So you know, so yeah, you know they'll have something. And your them. name is. Your name is Alex, right? Yeah. Okay. By the way, man, I really respect what you do out there. I like your channel. Thank you, man. I appreciate that, man. All Thanks right. Have a Thank good you. one. You too, man. I think, uh, like you went to the yeah, restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Johnny, bro. What's up, bro? Johnny. <laughs> man. <laughs> Me and Johnny could laugh all day. Yeah, for real, bro. <laughs> Seriously. Um, Man, I, it, like for weeks, bro, I'd open my YouTube and guess who I would see every single day? Blessing, Sorry. blessing me, <laughs> blessing me, Johnny. Man, it was so tight. I watched, I watched all your interviews, dude. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I was bro. like, hell yeah, dude. He was getting it. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Bro. And then it was like another one, another Sorry. Johnny. <laughs> and the lighting, the lighting is always good when he's on the on the. On you're the on Hoodstocks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. You're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. And I love what you put on the bathroom, dog. Congrats on the 100K. Thank you, baby. I appreciate Jeez. it, doggy. Yeah, we're yeah, doing it, doggy. Shit. Huh? It's <laughs> I just want to say uh, congrats on the 100K, fool. Johnny Chang, fool. Hey, compa. I'm a man of God, too, fool. I know what you're doing, fool. Spread that word, homie. Salute, bro. Thank you, man. I appreciate you. Hey, Alex. What's up? We got to do that shit for the street vendors, homie. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Let's link up, dog. You know, thank you for, you know, the support, man. And, you know, you're, you know you're one of us, dog. So thank you so much. And let's link right, up for the summer. We're going to do man. something. Ah, uh, for sure, for sure. Me. You're on Talk to us. I know you guys got to get out of here in a minute. You know what I mean? We got you. You good right now, Johnny? Okay. You're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. Hi, my name is Lauren. I'm in Missouri. Missouri. What up, Lauren? 
I'm from uh, Chino, California, but I just wanted to shout out to Johnny and say I'm praying for him, and I'm happy to see that God's using him. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you. I'll be praying for you, but I'm glad to see you guys on here. Yeah, yeah. Pray for my homies, too. <laughs> <laughs> Not just I, I, I want to hear what her prayers sound like, bro. Like, God, please. You know what I mean? When Let I go Johnny to California. <laughs> I want to meet Johnny. Johnny, bro. Johnny's a... F- also, Johnny's pretty fine. Oh! <laughs> Lauren, are you a white girl? I am. Oh. See some little half of where Asian white babies popping? No, I'll just fuck with you, Johnny. I know Johnny got a family. <laughs> Johnny got Riz. Yeah, appreciate you, Lauren from thank Missouri. You, thank, you. thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, let's get this All next right, phone call. You're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. Hello. Hey, so there's call no call IDs calling, bro, and obviously you're blocking your number for a reason. You know, and we're not gonna let that go through, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> Probably the Hudas. I know. Right? Calling for South Central. You're not, not going to get that. Let's 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 do this. Let me decline that no caller ID phone call. So here, let me get this one right here. This these calls have been blowing up mad right now. You're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. What's up, Lucky? What up, my G? It's brother Alfonso from Series right here in the 209, man. What up? Just want to shoot some respect your way, man, on your 100,000, you know what I'm saying? You're accomplishing big things. I want to uh, give a saludo to Alex, the people's ambassador, the active is. You know what I'm saying? He's out there <laughs> representing the people, man. He is. And honestly, man, the biggest activist was Cesar Chavez, the nonviolent aspect of it. But what he's doing for the paleteros, for the, for the, for the tamales people and everybody, because see, out there you guys got all that going on but we we provide the fruit we provide the 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 stuff from the central valley from the farms yeah. on me and and we're i love seeing this man i love and honestly johnny chang it takes some big pelotas to represent the lord you're doing in front of this caliber of people yes sir. you know because he's the same caliber of this people bro yeah i, mean, I know just don't, bro, you, bro he, it's not it's let me just say that real quick bro but go ahead brother because honestly man look i know that he, he he reached high levels of, of the street level on the on what he did, but honestly, to represent God, you got to put yourself to the side, bro. And right there where he's at on Hoodstock, where yeah. little King Little G was showed up, and where the real one show up down south, you know what I'm saying? It's it's not a game. I understand. And, he's a real one though I, too, bro. And and real ones, I hate to say it's so cliche. Real recognize real, and this is just on the Hoodstocks level. You know what I mean? Amen. Not on this hey. fucking other dumb shit. You know what I mean? And this dude is as real as it gets, bro. And and when you when you recognize, you meet a man in person, you have a conversation, bro, and it's just a like. Man of God. You know, we're all men of God, but we all represent yeah. it a different way. At least I can say not all of us are men of God. I'm a man of God, bro. Amen. And 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 I contribute a different way, bro. You know what I mean? I'd like to have dudes on oh, here and share their stories. Do, I yeah. appreciate I appreciate your your aggression, your joking, your homie factor of just like cut cutthroat. Like when you come at people crazy, I, it reminds me of my big brothers, my older deals, and all that, bro. It's there like you go, baby. that's why I tap in, bro. I tap in, but hey, salute, hey, congratulations on your uh, a hundred thousand, man. We out here watching, bro, and we appreciate you, man. And everybody you're bringing to the show, you're doing a smart movie, man, by bringing these caliber of people 
along, man. And honestly, to Alex, rest in peace to your brother, bro. I know that was a hard story to tell. We felt it, bro. I felt it. Yeah. We felt it, bro. Yeah, we felt, felt it. it. Go out right here, homie, and rest in peace and keep fighting them. You're the active. It's we proud of you. Thank proud you, of you, bro. That, 100%. 100% proud of you, doggy. You know, and I didn't, I didn't hear. You check it out. I'm gonna uh, thank you for calling, brother. Um, I didn't hear this story from Alex. I got so shout out to my boy Jesse Psycho, man. He does a lot of our designs along with Ed Cal One. We got two designers right here, um, Ed Cal One and Jesse Psycho. And Jesse Psycho went to school with his brother, and he put wow. me up on what was going on with like, you know, Alex's like his family because he was friends of the family. And he goes, Hey bro, you know, he's, you know, his brother. I was like, what? Are you serious? dog?" Shit. I didn't know that. Alex ain't never said no stuff like that, you know? And, um, it just really makes, it makes sense, bro. If you got, if you got a little bit of sense in your head, bro, you can put things together and just be like, ah, you know what I mean? Sometimes you're just like, ah, now I get it. Now I get who this person is. You know, I if know. you get to Thank know you, somebody, if you get you to do, know bro. somebody, all bro. You guys, all you guys, bro. Even American Chola, I'm a big Kelly Mac supporter. I watch the Wardian Radio and all that. That's good, but bro. You know what? Support talk, those man. channels, bro. Hey, real talk, man. All you, you guys should really think about having like a, you know, you're in a union. I'm in the federal union. When you have a union, you build a, you build a board, bro. And, and, and you guys should really consider like once every three months all linking up and doing something major, bro. You know what I'm saying? Bringing the influence on a real level, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what, bro? That's probably not going to ever happen, bro. And I'm telling you this in a sober mind state. That's not not going to ever happen, bro. Because I stand where I stand on certain things, and I yeah, stand I and I stand strong on that shit, dog. And that's why you're you know so respected, mean? lucky. You know, I, I like stand you, strong on that shit, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like. There's certain things that I don't entertain, bro. And I learned, yeah. bro. I learned because there yeah. was that one point where I'd have dudes on and for entertainment quote unquote right and I was just like yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's cool dog good, he's talking shit it's just a he, he, it's just a yeah no I feel it bro but you know and I and I and, I, and I, those brothers I hope they just keep doing what they're doing and they raise up and I wish them hey. nothing but success but I'm cool on all that shit bro straight up bro. you know what I mean Self, if you guys were to, to, to do, do things together it would change the world bro because the most influence comes from over there, no matter what anybody says, bro. Sometimes from not. Chicago, sometimes not everybody Texas, has to collaborate, bro. Tupac and Easy never collaborated, and they gave, they were able to bless, you know, do their own thing. You know what I'm we so, all do our own part, yeah. bro, in our ways, bro. Because everybody has their own agenda. I have I my own agenda, and I stand strong on it. No, exactly. But I'm not. I'm not. I'm not afraid to speak on it. Watching you. Thank you, brother. Thank you, dog. Yeah. Thank you for I'm calling, brother. Watching you guys, man. I appreciate you, Alex. Keep it up, man. You're, you're Thank active. Thank you. There you go, baby. Ten times you said that. Thank you, Don. Uh, you're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. Hello, this is Hatmet from India, buddy. <laughs> hey, what's up, buddy? Hey, I, nice talking to you again, buddy. And thank you for uh, doing things for the brown people. I am brown and down, too. You know, I'm just a little browner because I am from India. But, you know, shout out to Casey, too. Um, has uh, Bad Bunny reached out to him, um, trying to fight him? <laughs> he is not actually. Oh, I, I, I would I would stone him to death, like in in, in my my country. Hell but. yeah! There you go, baby. Okay. Yo, Hoodstocks, talk to us. Lucky, um, shout out to your hundred thousand followers, and you know, you're on Hoodstocks. I'll talk see you to back us. at the Seven Eleven, homie. <laughs> 
You're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us, baby. We're going to get a couple more phone calls. I know these guys got to get about, but we got the Goonies right here. And I mean, Rick, K9, Nick, Brenda, Jimmy. Does anybody want to get on and just talk about what we're doing right here, bro? Anybody interested? <laughs> They're like, nah. Jimmy? Hey, yo, what up? What K- up? I know K9 got something to say. I know Rick got something to say, too. I let him off the hook. <laughs> You're on Hoodstocks. Go hey, ahead, yo, baby. What up? What up? I just had a quick question. Hey, uh, how can we uh, allow someone that can sit down with a rapist and molester and continue a show, but yet someone who will sit down and do an interview with so-called whatever that will end a show? I, I'm curious. On yeah, I get that. It. Okay, that's and that's fair. That's fair to say, bro. But check it out. We we both, me and Johnny, check it out, dog. Me and Johnny have our own uh, agenda. Right. We have our own agenda, bro. You know what I mean? And I think he respects mine and I most definitely respect his, you know, and he is a man of God and he just not talking about it. He being about it. You know what I mean? And 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 and, and I love it, bro. I love it. And, and that's just that's just the real like basic difference, bro. You know, like if he feels he needs to sit down and counsel somebody, I mean, when it co- go ahead, Johnny. When it comes to counseling somebody like that, go ahead, Johnny. Yeah, like I said, you know, I made it clear. Um, actually, Lucky made it clear. You know that we all have our own agenda. You know, I am a minister, ordained minister. You know what I'm saying. So I represent something bigger than myself. You know what I'm saying. Just like Lucky also represents something bigger than himself too, right? So when he um, decides on his own platform to do what he wants to do with it, that's that's what he wants. And likewise, you know what I mean. So it's not nothing bad i mean people can have their opinions and i respect that because that is a fair question yeah 100 you know, really is a fair and question. i'm i love that you called bro and right. said that bro right, right because the hard questions are the best questions absolutely bro. absolutely but me personally i'm in a different position now you know what i'm saying so um you know for me to boldly step out and say that is something that i mean i wouldn't probably give them a platform like i would i would like if i had a podcast i would never let them on it but in terms of behind closed doors counseling wise like yeah and I counseling do does not mean that he's fucking with them and he's going to be their friend and kicking it exactly. with them. That's a whole different ballgame. Like me personally, I will never fuck with a child molester. Right. That's number one or a rapist. But but the point is that it's the difference between counseling someone so you can prevent future fucking action from that shit right. happening. But he's not fucking with them. He's not giving them a platform. He's not publicly. condoning it. He's not yeah, saying who's right. the next person you're going to rape. Right. You know what I mean? Like he's just saying, hey. Let me help you. Just like a person that's addicted to drugs. Like this dude is offering a service. No, that's a little bit different from drugs. A hundred percent, bro. hundred percent. Bad, bad, bad example. Okay. Bad, bad analogy. Bad example. uh, No, I get you. I get you. I get all you guys. But I'm just saying when you're sitting down and giving them the time of day, are we not supposed to give them the time of day? You know what I mean? Well, if Jesus Christ came back, if you you believe in Jesus Christ, you know what I mean? Or Allah, whatever anyone might believe in is the higher superior being. If he came back down, do you think he's going to be like biased or he's going to just say, nah, fuck you, dog. You did this and that's it. No, bro. Like thinking from a a, a perspective of a pure mind and a pure heart, bro. You know, I, I get it, bro. Will I do it? Fuck no, bro. You know what I mean? Will I do it? Fuck no, dog. I smack the motherfucker okay, up, dog. That's the you same know what I mean? Thing. That's the same thing, though. You had somebody that you personally wouldn't do his actions that he did, but yet you ended the show. But this is a little bit more serious, in my opinion. 
I get it, and we we and I get it, bro. And that's that's what happens when you have a podcast, bro. And everybody's looking in your window in your house, bro. And they're gonna form they're gonna form an opinion, or they're gonna look for something, you know. And I'm not saying that you're looking for something, but it's something that's been put out there, bro. And and I get it, and I respect it, and honestly, bro. What I've said is all I got to say about that, bro. Like, it's just like he's he's a you. minister. He's adorned ministering, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm a fucking, I do what I do, bro. But but I respect what he does. And, I yeah, he's never going to be. He has the Street Lamp podcast on here, bro. And not ever, dog, will he have one of those dudes on this platform, dog. Exactly. But whatever he does in his house is his fucking business, bro, in regards to who he wants to minister, who he wants to counsel. If you hire a fucking lawyer, bro, you know what I mean? And you're a fucking murderer, bro. You know what I mean? Or maybe getting charged for murder, bro. You know what I mean? The the, the lawyer's not going to be biased to the person, bro. He's going to want to hear it out and see what it is and how to fight the thing. I mean, it's it's it, the world is tricky, bro, and I get it, bro. It, it just, it, it is, I don't know, bro, if I'm even saying this right, dog, but off the top of my head, that's what I got to say, dog. Yeah, I got you. I got you. And respectfully, I disagree with it, but hey, uh, like I said, respectfully, I disagree, and that's not something I would do, but Hey, if you were a minister, good, if, um, if you were a minister, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't, I don't. So you really don't like know. That, so. I get it. So it's just, it's different levels, bro. You know what I mean? You know, I so. You. And like I said, I, are you, I are you a street, are you guys, a street dude? That's cool. Are you a street dude? I, yeah. You're from the streets? Yeah. So you, so you agree with me on what I did then what you're putting me out on, right? But you disagree on me having homie right here and what he's doing. Is that correct? Uh, I disagree without with him not being called out on something like that because anybody else that would be sitting down with somebody like that would probably be called out. As a, as a, as a, as a, as a religious person, as a minister. Not as a, do not, we go not to not church? Religion. Do we go to church and do that? I mean, well, I'm not saying this is church. Well, I think he's helping people through faith. I don't think he's helping them like. He's not condoning it. He's not saying, "Hey, bro," like. It's it's it, there's a professionalism and a responsibility in every in ev in every endeavor, you know. And he chooses to do that, and he gonna do that on his time if he ever has done that art, you know what I mean, whatever. But that's just his that's his journey, bro. And he hasn't even done it. That was a hypothetical question. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. have you not done I've it? Never. I've never. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's never yeah, done it. It's, it's okay, but though. but for him to answer correctly, bro, he has to. He has to answer from his heart of what he believes in, which is the Holy Bible, the spirit and all the above, you know, exactly. probably saying that wrong, bro. But I'm just saying like it was and it was a hypoth hypothetical. Yeah, but and the other home, the other he fool, answered it. Yeah. He, he answered it honestly, like, you know, like, should if we not had to? Yeah, if I had like, <laughs> yeah. you know, you got to at least respect him to be help. in this to be in this room of these individuals and to answer that honestly. That tells you that he's just a real dude too, bro. That's gonna stick to his guns and do what he feels from his heart, dog. That he has been put on this earth to do thus far after his criminal activity, bro. Right. Yeah, I get you, and I understand everything that you guys are saying. I just like I wanted to say. I just wanted to ask that question. And that was dope, end, bro. And thank you for doing it, that. I respect that. You yeah. know what I mean, I, I I don't agree with it, but hey, that that's what it is. You know what I mean? For sure. Absolutely. Thank you, brother. For, I appreciate that. Where are you calling from, Adam? Right. Where are you calling from? Uh, Ventura County, out here in Ventura. That's right, baby. All right. To Oxnard. Yes, sir. Uh, you're on Hoodstock's last phone call right here. Loki. 
Oh shit, I hung up on that dude. You're late on the draw, man. Look, look. You're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. All right, man. Hey, first off, um, congratulations, Lucky, and and everybody in the group. This is um, Arturo from Southtown SD from San Diego. San Diego, baby. Show my love, man. Yeah, man. I got my. Um, I want to say, uh, uh, man, I, I I really appreciate that, that support you, bro. Everything you do, everything that you guys uh, are about, and. Um, I was fortunate enough to be at the fundraiser yesterday for the paletero that got pistol with in El Cajon. We had a little, uh, uh, my boy put together a fundraiser for him at Chicano Park yesterday. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you for being out there. I appreciate that. I know this was, this was a hard one because um, the vendor was injured for about a month and we were trying to do the, the buyout the week it happened. And um, I know the turnout would have been better, but um, thank you so much for being out there. Oh, yeah, no, it, it, I got to talk to him, bro. Yeah, thank, uh, you're welcome, bro. And, and uh, I was blessed enough to go out there and uh, meet him and uh, support him. And, uh, yeah, bro, I, honestly, man, I think sometimes that there's people like the government, man, straight up. Um, I think they have people do that, dog, just to, just to cause uh, division amongst the Rasa. And, uh, like, when you have people call in, you know, uh, I'm a Cholo, homie, I'm a Chicano, Mexicano. And um, I've got nothing but love when I go to to Mexico. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it's all your vibe and your attitude. You know, people can feel it. So you just gotta be respectful where you're at, and and the Rasta will always show you love. Bro. Oh yeah, man. Thank you. Yeah, you're right about that. Definitely, man. So you know, we just gotta keep doing it. And sometimes you're right. Sometimes. Uh, like the FBI, they infiltrated the the protests in 2020, you know, and all that shit's coming into, out to light now. Sometimes it does happen, so we just gotta stay on our toes. They they do it so people, you know, give up their rights, bro, on on different levels, you know, um, as far as prisons and for the streets. They try and scare people, and people get scared, and then they just say, okay, do whatever you want. Yeah. And uh, but anyways, man, uh, I appreciate you, you, uh, you guys, and uh, thank you, man. Again, this is uh, Southtown SD. That's my channel, bro. That's right, baby. Love, dog. Love, respect. And you know what? I want to give it up for Johnny Chang. I want to give it up for Alex. Uh, Love you guys, man. We got fucking, uh, we we got some podcasts coming in. And I love that that dude called before. I'm still thinking about that, to be honest. I'm still thinking about that. And you know what? When it comes to a religious man, a minister, bro, you hold him to a higher standard, bro. You know, in regards to just like not being judgmental, right? You know, even though it's the fucking heinous fucking crime, bro. And that's got to be tough, bro. Coming from your background, bro, of what you were raised in, bro. Like, that takes a certain person to be able to do that, bro. Could I ever do that? Fuck no, bro. And that's why I commend you, bro, to even, you know, and it was a hypothetical. And for you to think about it and just off the top of your head, like, yeah, bro, I'm going to give this dude counsel. I'm going to just, I'm I'm, I'm not going to tell him how to fucking get a job. I'm not going to tell him this and that. I'm just going to tell him what the Bible says and how he needs to figure out a way to maybe change those fucking, you know, because there's a lot of those people in this world, bro. You know, and somebody's got to tell them motherfuckers something, bro. You know, and now him being, now Johnny being in this room amongst these dudes, like, your homie gangster in his own fucking way. He gangster in his Bible, bro, and he's sticking to his guns and he's doing what he's doing. I respect it, bro. You know, and and that's, that's just the fact of the matter. I want everybody to give it up for Alex, Johnny Chang. I want to bring the fellas in here. I want to bring K-9 right here. I, I want to put Rick over in. there. 
Yeah, you know I mean, I think we're doing too much. No, listen, we'll end it with the, with the fellas. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Get the get the homie, dog. Good shit. K nine, you want to get over here or what? Let's go, Rick. Let's get you over there, bro. Huh? We're ending it right now, bro. Relax. Good right now. Oh, shit. Smashing the bag. All right, Johnny. Good shit, brother. Good shit. Okay, now we've been right here, dog, rocking, doing this thing for a cool minute, dog. What's up, baby? You know yeah. what I mean? 100,000 subscribers. Finally, dog. Yeah. It's been a cool mission, huh? Yes, sir. It's been a long run. It has been. It seems, it seems like it hasn't, but it, it actually has. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, it, time, goes by, time goes by quick, bro, yeah. when you're working, right? Yeah. But when you're fucking on the streets doing some stupid shit, I mean, <laughs> it's, it feels like a lifetime. <laughs> yeah. a, a week can feel like a lifetime. You know, exactly. but um, I just want to thank you, bro. While we we're gonna end this, wrap this up, I want to thank you, dog, for always just you know what I mean being solid, brother. You know what I mean running with us, dog, doing what we gotta do. You know, and just uh, you know, just moving forward, brother. Hell yeah, I want to thank you too, dog. Shit, letting me be a part of the team since you know when we met. Good. Absolutely, dog. It's just I'm just you know proud to be part of us, dogs, and just want to keep it pushing. Absolutely, which we're going to do. And we got Rick over here, baby. We got Rick. Pops got you that hat right there? Pops got me that hat, dog. That's just tight, bro. Showing love. You already know. Yeah, absolutely, dog. Yeah. Um, and Rick, you know what I mean? I just want to thank you, dog. You've been coming through a lot lately. I mean, but, you know, lately doesn't, it is not the right word for our relationship. It's been a long time, right? Oh, yeah. How long has it been? It's 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 been a long time, bro, and, and it's always been solid, brother. And it's good to have. It's it's just good to have people that have come where you've come from, and before that, like yourself, dog. You know what I mean? To really embrace the positivity of what we're doing right here, bro. And I just want to thank you. I always love when you come through, brother. You know what I mean? And you always add, you know, yourself into the uh, equation of, in regards to, like, you know I mean, your perspective, right? You know? And, and it's solid, and I appreciate it. And thank you, dog. Nothing but love, my boy. You already know. Yeah. Yep. And, and Casey, you're like, fool, you said you're going to have one drink. What the fuck? Bro, you're acting like I'm fucking bombing some shit, bro. You know what I mean? You're acting <laughs> like I'm all shroomed out fucking some shit up. Calm down, And then dog. it happens. Then, I've no, heard that before. But it, hasn't, <laughs> but it hasn't happened. So, Casey. What's up, sir? On this, on this journey, he was really scolding me in the background. Uh, yeah. He was like, you said one drink? What the fuck? And I'm, I'm reading his lips and shit, and they're just fucking all over the place, dog. You know what I mean? But uh, I respect it, and I love you for that, dog. You know what I mean? Because somebody's got to keep order around here, dog. You know what I mean? And what what more than the, the littlest man in the room, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. <laughs> Which is the biggest man sometimes. You never know. You know what I mean? But you know, hundred thousand subscribers. We've been working. We've been doing our thing, brother. Well, I mean, what do you? What, what is your take on everything? It's great. It's a great accomplishment. It's uh, you know, it, it came with with very hard work and a lot of trials and errors. You know, a lot, um, and including with ourselves, our relationship. Yeah, we had a fallout at one point. You yeah. know, and and you know, and I and I and I replace stuff back in my head, and I'm just like, fuck, dog. Like you know, I. I it's it's a learning curve for myself, bro, in, in dealing with individuals, team, bro. You yeah. know what I mean, you know, and, and you know, 
I apologize again, bro. And we both, you know, we had a little whatever, dog. But I'm so glad that you're back, bro, because stuff ru- runs a whole lot smoother when you're around, baby. You know what I mean? I hear it hoodstock stuff. You know what I mean? Motherfucking Casey, dog. Casey a beast, bro. The, hey, this dude right here gets shit done. You get shit done. So I, I mean, myself do we, in doing the app. What do we do from here, Casey? What do we do from here? I think from here really opens the doors, the door to allow us to get a lot more exclusive and um, I would say uh, different interviews than what we've kind of been seeing normally. And I think some of those we may, you know, may be pay to play um, just because in kind of in this realm, people who are not in the entertainment industry or don't have anything to gain from it. They don't really need a viewers or followers. And those are the kind of people we're looking for. It's people that don't need. Yeah, they don't. They don't have like an agenda to yes. put out an album or yes. Yeah, I mean that's been kind of like yeah. the oh, yeah. that's been the thing since the beginning. Yeah, you know because I, you know at first it was hard. Like, dude, like you got cats that have like crazy following on Instagram, bro, and. <laughs> It probably doesn't even match their fucking uh, bank account, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? But they act like their followers matches their bank account. Yeah. So it makes them feel like they're just like fucking hot shit, you know, that they, they can't be responded to in a comment or whatnot. So sometimes it's it, it's hard to reach out to certain cats, and I get it. It's all good. There's levels, you know what I mean? And you're going to fuck with who you want to fuck with, you know? Yeah. But the bread and the butter from the beginning has been the... Like quote unquote nobodies, even though they are fucking the big dogs. Yeah, yeah. It's the Ronnies. I think I, I think maybe what I'm more more or less saying is I think maybe more educators. Yeah. I think that's kind of what I'm excited for is educators. Edu- yeah. 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 Like and, what, and kind, of, what, kind, like, of, what kind of educators? Um, I mean, I, I would rather not say because then we're just gonna lose the potential of getting that guest before somebody else. <laughs> And it's and that's the competitive nature yeah. of yourself yeah. of this man right here, right? The competitive nature, you know. What I mean, yeah. and, and I love that about him too. But I get it. Yeah, we gotta we gotta like uh, fertilize the community with some good content and not always just the fucking Lana talking about it's uh yeah. it's titty car wash, <laughs> anal backwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and we can all learn walks something. Life. Yeah. All walks of life. All walks of life. Yeah, and I think we. Yeah, well. I'll put my head to it, and I'll, I'll be emailing hard as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be emailing some hard dick to the <laughs> Absolutely, Doug. Hell well, yeah. this has been a pleasure. This has been great. Frankie, Nick, Brenda. We got Jimmy in the building that does our clips. First time. You know what I mean? He comes through the studio. Brother, we appreciate you, too. You, Very much, doggy. Yeah, absolutely. We got a, we got a team right here. Um, and uh, we are out of here, guys. Thank you so much Woo! for just fucking with us, baby. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, yeah. we're going to keep, keep it running. We're going to keep doing what we're doing. Thank you guys so much. We are out of here. Hoodstocks, baby. That's right. Whew.